the boys are back. We're back. Yeah, boys, I'm back in tap. I'm, I'm here too. Whatever. I'm, I'm back up to full strength. Cell and Paul are back here in the room with me. Yep. We got Lane. We got Emily. Gar has betrayed us and can never be forgiven. Nope. <laughs> Listen, That's... he's going to meet the original suit actor of Ultraman. That's a pretty big fucking deal. <laughs> yeah, what's Ultraman got that I don't got? Courage. Um. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're all like I'm. I'm a terrible influence on all of you. <laughs> it's true. Give the roll call. Connect loading. Broadcast. Perfect. Show running super savant. Rebel up. Bluecaster super Ichi. Loud and online. Greycaster, Robolane. A spark of courage, the power of dreams. Orangecaster, Global Soft Perka. Respecting the source material. Greencaster, Zenshi. Trauma Inducer, Northcaster, Saga. Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air. Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 455. Wow. Uh, Pokemon. What Pokemon of the week are we on? What are we? Come on, chat. Carnivine? Why we need Blaze here piece. for this, or Jerry? Oh, I see. Jerry, Jerry's not here. It's so Carnivine. All right. Give the roll second. Weird, creepy... Vine Pokemon that wants was, to be. I was never a big fan. I was never a big fan of Carnivine. Honestly. Wants to be Victory Bell, but it's not quite as terrifying. That, that, that's what I mean. Like, I actually don't dislike this design at all for a Pokemon, but that's clearly the whole reason. I yeah. just don't like that it looks like a CD player. Because <laughs> it does. It's a Venus flytrap. <laughs> Audrey Two is what it is. I've seen. I've, I've actually seen like videos of like a. I've seen videos of like a Venus flytrap like. Capturing flies, it's awesome. It's pretty cool. It's, it's kind of amazing that there are carnivorous plants. Why is it gonna be a Venus yeah. flytrap? Why not a Mercury flytrap? Oh, <laughs> I want you to Hilariously look at Hilariously enough, the reason Venus flytraps are called that is because of its resemblance to a certain part of the female anatomy. Oh my oh, fucking god. I can't believe I didn't say it. <laughs> I can't believe Emily said that, that before you did. <laughs> That is literally why it's called that. I remember when I found that out, I was just like, no, scientists. <laughs> no, science! With Perka. No, what yeah. has science done? <laughs> you Look, look, whether we like it or not, there's a lot of shit in nature that looks like genitals, whether we like it or not. Nerds are repressed and horny. That's the life lesson. Especially like Melvin nerds. <laughs> yeah, like full scientists. Like, I want you all to look at a gooey duck and tell me what that looks like. I don't even... I'm not even going to put it... I don't even know what that looks like, but based on the, the words that you said, I can make certain assumptions and I would not like them Ooh, confirmed. It, it's spelt geoduck. Geoduck. Yes, yeah. at this point, <laughs> I almost is... feel like I shouldn't post a picture no, of one because it's that challenge. <laughs> oh, no! no. <laughs> We're going on yeah. you. violate Whoever posts the picture gets insta-banned! <laughs> just saying! No, do not... Do not post that picture. I don't want to know. Please do not. No, also, I just it's, it's I, okay. I had to get this out earlier. Geoduck sounds like a fucking Pokemon. It does. Right? Yeah, <laughs> kind of looks like one too. Yes, and people and people actually eat them. Uh, they're, yeah, they're just they're just like snails, basically. Yeah, so if you eat snails, snails. That's what it is. I would like yeah, to remain they're ignorant. They're shellfish. They're just a very a very phallic <laughs> shellfish. 
Anyway, of the sea. Anyway, we are a bunch. We are a bunch of geoducks who get together. <laughs> yeah, I need to talk about that. Might be the name of this episode. <laughs> geoduck. Geoduck. Don't geoduck, look, don't don't look, look it up. up. <laughs> I can't wait, even wait, pronounce that on, way. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> That's going in the fucking thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have I done? You guys are laughing so hard we can't even hear it. That's amazing. Oh my god. All right. Well, I'm anyway. The mic. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you, you have the mic so hard, and I don't even have the noise suppression turned on. Oh, for sure. so what we do? Uh, we normally okay. we we talk about Kamen Super Sentai and a third thing. Uh, our topics for odd. this week are Kamen Rider Gotchard episode 4, uh, King Oger episode 30, and because we were about to enter the spooky month, it was Gar's amazing idea that we prep ourselves for the Halloween season with a certain Mighty Morphin Power Ranger special that I had never known existed. Neither. Called yeah. Lord Zed's Monster Heads. That's, that's not even the, the full title, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But before that, we have some news to talk about. Yeah. News mode. All right. It's been a while since we had a good old-fashioned batch of magazine scans. And on the Gotchard side of things, we have some scans looking at a couple of upcoming forms. First of which is Burning Gorilla. I, I like that quite a bit. <laughs> Not even just because it's Gorilla. I actually really I like the, the mask. Holy crap. I love that there are like fucking exhaust pipes coming out of its fists. Oh yeah. Oh and the, the, the shoulders gone, too. Yeah. They're like uh they're fans. Yeah, yeah, they're like vents. Vents, sorry. Uh yeah, so this is Burning Gorilla, which combines Gorilla Sensei and Burning Nero. Cool. He has powerful flaming fists and according to this, knocks out opponents in one punch. So, Bullshit. So like what they've essentially done is make a firefighting type monkey. Put another in the jar. <laughs> Add it to the list of shit they've stolen from Pokemon. <laughs> like Pokemon's a big inspiration or something. Yeah. All right. And the next form that we found out is one I don't think I knew about previously. Yeah. This is Needlehawk. Interesting. Which combines Sabo Needle and Hawkstar. That's really cool looking. I, I love, love the gold. I love the helmet. Can we zoom in on the... Uh... All forms have been hits, I think. I really like them all. That's good. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like those yeah, spikes. I really like that. What's yeah, he? Like what's that. he a mix of? Uh, cactus and hawk. Oh, okay. I'm not sure how I felt about. Honestly, it, but... you know what it looks like, Ichi? It looks kind of like like Ryu soldier armor. <laughs> uh, a little bit. What were you it, gonna say? It's got the the shoulders have a similar shape. Uh, the the the. the the form that showed up in, I believe, this episode that sort of just showed up for a bit and then he switched it out. Oh, um, the energy Maru? Yes. Or it, no, 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 no. The, um, no, the the one with all the missiles on it. Oh, Venom Mariner? Yeah. I'm not, I wasn't too fond of that one. We'll, but... we'll talk about that when we talk about the episode. Yeah. I thought that said a Honk Star for a second. Honk, honk. <laughs> Yeah, so there's the two cards this uses Hawkstar and Sabo Needle. Straight up Digimon. Spray! <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's fucking Aquilamon and Togemon. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love Togemon. I remember, I remember legit as a kid. I saw Togemon for the first time in the opening, and I was like, "Is that a cactus with boxing gloves? That's the coolest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> Little Wayne was Dear, like, "Me too." I'm in. I'm not kidding. Like I remember, Togemon in. was the one of the ones that drew me in. 
And then you I know? saw Lily Ma and I was like, and then I saw Lily Ma and I was like, you ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it. Well, there's I mean, also the Digivolution sequence was badass. There is though. also Ponchomon. If you like Togemon, you'll like Ponchomon. Ponchomon, I'll, I'll look that up. Yeah. And moving along in our batch of scans, they also showed off Valvarad with his Guts Shovel custom and Gekio Copter man, custom. Man, oh man, is he Oh cool. my fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, right? <laughs> Damn. Oh my god, the teeth! The teeth are all cool. He's so cool. I love him so I much. I thought you all have to oh. do. <laughs> I didn't. I don't god remember. Almighty, it looks like something out of fucking salad fingers. I don't remember it looking like that. <laughs> <laughs> You get anything to anyway. That's weird. Yeah. Let me just fix my... Anyways, Valvarad continues to look cool as usual. So oh, I know why I was cut. We were cutting out earlier. I had automatically determined input sensitivity on. Uh, that, that should fix that. Uh, All right. And then in the last thing mentioned in this batch of scans for Gotchart is that they are going to do the thing every Japanese anime and slice of life show does and have a school trip to Kyoto. Fucking goddamn it! Makes sense because they're in high school. Yeah. Forza also did an episode where they went to Kyoto. <laughs> they will be visiting various famous sites as well, including Toei's famous Toei Kyoto Studio Park. I feel like it's a standardized field trip in the Japanese education system. Yeah. It's making me wonder now, though, when kids in Kyoto have a trip, where do they go? Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> It's like a student exchange program or something. You know, they go to Okinawa. Everyone does it in a circle. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to Okinawa. <laughs> so, yeah, they go to the Toei Kyoto Studio Park, also known as Egamura, in which a lot of period dramas and movies were filmed, as well as many, many common Rider movies. Yeah, I, I, wonder, I wonder if he's going to use a Pare Skebo when he's Fuck, there. He, he's holding the fucking tornado in, in one of the scans. Is this a special? Or is this no, a this special? is an episode. Oh. Uh, they the class even dresses up as samurai because of course they do. Yeah, that's probably the one you were thinking of, Ichi. <laughs> that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um. That's all right. Bad. Still bad. Next, we have scans for King Oger featuring the formal announcement of the debut of King Kyoryu Red, our Kyoryuger crossover. So now we can finally get proper looks at what the suit looks like. Looks great. Yeah. yeah, that that's like I think we, even when the we saw the little ones, like this really fits. Yeah, like quite a bit, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, lo it, I like I love it. It doesn't look like they just slapped a cape on it. I love that the T Rex plumage is the crown. Yeah, that yeah. that helmet design and the undersuit with like the zigzags are taken from Kyori Red Carnival, his super form from the original show. Yeah, and then they've slapped on the King Oger style chest piece and shoulder cape and such. They could have easily not put a thought into this and just left a cape onto it. Yeah, or so, they so I think you, I, I think you really love Killer Red Carnival. It's based, his super form is basically what if you took the megas, the powers of the Megazord, and made human size, like Ranger size. Yeah, like he literally uses the powers and weapons of the Megazord arm combinations as a Ranger. That's fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And awesome. also in this scan, we can see not only King Kyori Red, but the four, the monster they're fighting, which is some sort of Deboth. It's either Deboth or Deboth. I, I've heard both. Some sort of Deboth amalgamation that is just a mix-up of all of the leaders and generals 
of Deboth from Kyoryuger. So we have like I... so they're all like smushed together. Yeah, the candelera arm, like shoulder arm, is terrifying. It, they're it's Jesus just all Christ. bad. They're all terrifying. Lucario is a fucking leg, and Dolph's the other one. Yep. Dogold's the chest. Yeah, Candelier and Igaron are the arms, and I I generally fucking forget the leader's name. Yeah, the main villain of Kyoruger was legit the Statue of Liberty. It was so stupid. I forget his <laughs> fucking name. What was his name? It was Lord, it was like Chaos. Lord oh, Chaos. It, it was just Chaos? Okay. Chaos. Yeah, Lord Chaos. So yeah, we have this creature that is a mix-up of Chaos, Dogold, Candelier, Igaron, Endorf, and Lucky Euro, all in one terrifying Day of the Tentacle style fusion. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, like I, what I, happened? It's like the thing. Like, I think they nailed it for the design. Cause, like, I remember the last like cool Sentai monster we got that was like a, a like a fucking fusion was like the Mook monster. Oh where yeah, it was, like, that all thing. The, the Sentai Mooks it, like it in just one had all their body. Faces. That was sick. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then the uh, the last scan in this batch is we get to see the upcoming mix-up of uh, Gabutira and a bunch of the uh, Shoe Gods. That's so dope looking! That's so, this so is, cool! It makes a little more sense. This is the Wings Man. This is King Kyoryujin. I love I love with the with the like Gabutira's tail like spread out on his back. It looks like an extra set of wings. It does, although I will say like having Gabutira's feet be the arms of the megazord it looks like is really fucking weird what are they gonna do they let the t-rex's arms be the arms and, and yeah multi brings up a good point why is papillon suddenly fucking huge well I, I was even saying that in this episode like the size of these zords often fluctuates so. yeah if they're yeah. as big as they need to be in a situation yeah i mean i actually like the idea of the like the, oh the it's cg wings. that's why oh. well yeah uh, that's the, what about the toy? that's the out of universe reason why. But what's the act in universe reason why? I also just like that it's taken this very like formal pose with like its legs like neatly shuffled together in a way most Megazords would never be able to do. They're posing it like a. Gun that's thing. true, Midas. It's like a ballet pose. That's true. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, so this team up is going to be happening. Not this coming weekend, but I believe the weekend after, October 8th. So yeah, that's going to be happening real soon. Uh, you know what? You know what? I would just like, from like what we, we found out in the, like, in the, like this week's episode, King Oger, like I would love to see Papillon Oger get like a cool like ice themed glow up. That'd be sick. Yeah. All right. Cool. Next, we have images of, so Gotchart has his Kemi riser. And we discovered through the announcement of this toy before we even I even watched the episode that Valvarad has his own Kemi riser, and I'm immensely upset that it's not called the Valvarizer. Yeah, like, that, that's a good point. That's for well, free. I guess it's rising the Kemi still, not yeah. not, not DX, him. It's the DX Kemi riser Kuragane spa, Spanner version. <laughs> yeah, and a, according to the box art here, apparently the actual spelling of Spanner's name is Supana, which I immediately calling, don't like. I'm calling him Spanner, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, that's yeah, we're pretty much gonna do that. But I will say, like, I was already kind of interested in the original Kemi riser. And then you give me one with a fucking minigun attached to it, and I'm like, right? What? 
This is better. This, this is, much is better. so much cooler. And, yeah. it, and it comes Great. with a cooler Ride Kemi card. It comes with fucking Renkin Robo, which is a goddamn super robot. Yeah, it's like a Gundam. <laughs> Trying to find Pretty the image cool. of it. Yeah, someone's already posted it. Decker, put up an image of the Gundam card. There, there it Thank is, Renkin Robo. Yeah, look at that shit. That's awesome. Yeah, there, there's, there's my robot card oh, I'm waiting yeah. for. Oh, yeah, Shining Finger, yeah. Shining Finger. <laughs> Burning finger. There's a there it is in the episode. Take it. His love, its hate, and all of its sorrow. And all of my pizza. Shining finger. Oh, I, I liked what I liked what I I saw of G Gundam. I thought it was great. But yeah, so this is the Kemi Riser Kurogane Spanner version. Uh, it comes with not only the Renkin Robo card, but also a search card that goes in, so you can like search for Kemi's. And of course, it plays oh. different attack sounds depending on the the other cards you put in it. Oh boy, it comes out on Remembrance Day. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, forget to buy Common Rider merch. Yeah, 30, yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget. Thirty six thirty yen comes out voice. November eleventh. Eleven eleven. Uh, let's see. Uh, you slide a card into it. Press the button on top to summon the Kemi. The item recognizes over one hundred cards individually. Unlike the standard Kami Riser, if you long press the button, it will activate a continuous attack sound. That's awesome. Well, yeah, it's a mini gun. It's I a mini gun. I hope, hope it would. I would love it if they just repurposed the sound from the fucking uh, what's it, from Zenkaiger, the Gear Delinger. Yeah, the gear you just hold down the button yeah. and it just goes. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm, I'm absolutely sure. buying it. <laughs> You know what, Ichi? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little special present. Uh huh. I'm uh since I'm getting the memorial gear to linger, I will I will give you my DX one once I get it. You don't have to do that. I don't like the gear to linger that much. Oh, but you don't want to do the the minigun thing? I'll do it with this. I'm not talking about that name. Okay. Enough. <laughs> the gear the gear to linger? Like my dad did. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking Dondelinger. No, it's like a it's like a Dallinger, isn't that like a type of gun? Derringer. Derringer. Yeah, a little oh, Derringer. okay, that's it. That's what I'm thinking of. I love the Gearlinger. It's a like goddamn awesome morpher. I, I hear that, and it's just Dondelinger. Hello, Dondelinger. <laughs> that's another Since, name for our new villain. Is that a plunger stuck to your head? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so yeah, 36.30 end, November 11th release. You can already buy it on Amazon Japan. I know because I have the tab open currently. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah even the, like the Mega's cool, but Togemon's where it's at. All right. Next, uh, in Geet's news, because that just won't stop, uh, the movie Blu-ray Collector Edition will include a sound core ID of the Ge version of the Geet's Oneness ID. So if you weren't satisfied with just cool. the normal version, you can get the sound core version that plays sounds. I don't See, I, I bought I bought the actual core, Gates One this core, because like I was gonna get like the gotcha driver with like the buckle and everything, but then like I decided not to. And so I had this Geats One this core I didn't know what to do with. So I met a guy who at Fan Expo who was cosplaying his Geats and I gave him my core. And he <laughs> like he was so taken back by it. Nice. And he used it, he used it in his cosplay. So nice. Yeah. All right, so yes, yeah, so if you press it, it plays lines from Geats, can be loaded, uh, plays that. Characters included, character lines included are from Ace, Keiwa, Neon, Michinaga, and Samuri. Uh, premium Not win. 
What uh, bullshit. Oh, that's so funny. Apparently, it does not work properly with the Mark 9 raise buckle in the DX Desire driver. Is that, cool. Then it's pointless. That? I think it's, it's just pointless. Be because you have to press it to play sounds, it sticks out a little further than the normal uh, ID cores. Okay. So I guess that means that like the face that goes over the core in the Mark 9 buckle doesn't work properly. Mm. The giant hinge presses the core down. Yeah, no, exactly. But if you want this premium Bandai web exclusive, 11,050 yen, which is the core and the uh, Blu-ray of the movie, uh, 11,500 yen November release, pre-orders end October 21st. It's almost $120. Damn. Before customs and markup and shipping. That's ridiculous. Go fuck yourself. Yep. Oh yeah. Welcome to Japanese Blu-rays. They're <laughs> stupid expensive. Like God. I know damn. it's insane. And they have like they... three episodes on each one. How did we talk about where they're releasing like the entire original Kamen Rider series and it was going to be like like three like twelve hundred dollars a set? Like fucking Jesus oh, Christ! What? I genuinely yeah. cannot fathom how this industry has survived. <laughs> It makes less and less sense. See, this is why Gar needs to be here, because you he could explain it for us. <laughs> Let's see what our chat. Watch the movie illegally! We cannot condone that. We here at Radio oh, Senpai Cast Ranger do not condone the piracy of illegal. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm glad Mill Creek has like the distribute uh, like oh. Western distribution for Ultraman Blu-ray sets. Oh, Mill Creek like, is, I just like love thirty dollars. I just pot. love this shot of Geet's oneness on the right. Like, don't you pirate it? <laughs> Listen to me, Geet's. Why does he talk like your, this? Your Japanese friend. kids are stupid. Your oh, friend. seven. That's no, me. Japanese kids have parents with money. That's why. That's true. <laughs> you right. in Japan, everything's expensive. Wait, yeah. wait. Moving on. So, it is the year 2023. Ten years ago, Common yep. Rider Gaim aired. No! No, it didn't! <laughs> no! <laughs> it oh my god. Years? Ten years. What, what, ten what years is, ago? What, is, what does that mean, guys? <laughs> that means it's about time for us to start seeing Gaim 10th anniversary things. It means other oh, things. Oh, Jesus Christ. It also means we've been doing this show for just about ten years. There it is. Oh, We're very Come March, that will be our anniversary. Oof. Almost half. Look at that, they used the orange as like the zero. I love it. <laughs> so that means for the next little while, we're gonna start seeing some Gaim anniversary shit, and the first thing to be announced is a complete selection modification of the Genesis driver. Really? Really, yeah. really weird pick for first anniversary release, I think. I, one would have assumed the Sengoku driver, but okay. They already did the Sengoku driver. It is the yeah. You opened it with Gar. <laughs> My memory sucks. And this yeah, is the they already belt. did one. Gar bought They it. released the O's and driver how many fucking times? They could absolutely do the fucking Sengoku driver again. No, we need the Genesis driver. It's the better belt. I disagree. I hate that belt. What? I love it. It's it's, it's a fucking horror. <laughs> it's a fucking juicer. I love it. Yes, it's great. Juicer. <laughs> juicer. I heard the picture of the Genesis juicer, driver. <laughs> no, so I love the Genesis driver. Like, like, I mean, it, it's stupid, but the whole thing is they're, they're fruit samurai. Like. <laughs> Yeah, so they've they've confirmed that they're releasing CSM Genesis Driver. 
something called the Genesis Driver Buckle Edition? What the fuck does that mean? Oh god. Yeah, what is that? And more lock seeds. No. <laughs> the best one. Energy lock seeds. No, no, you're not reading this close enough. The complete selection modification energy lock oh, seed set. Yeah, wait, hold on. It says energy. Oh no. Energy. 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 Oh no. Energy. Just cut, just cut, cut to fucking Beast Wars. Energy! Energy! Connecting. Yeah, uh, no images of it aside from just the promotional logo and a shot of Sh Zangetsu Shin. I want to know what the hey, fuck hey, the hey, is. Hmm? Like, is it an actual belt Dude. buckle? I don't know. Do you want to go in on this energy lock scene set? We can, we can split them. I'm going to wait until I know what's included. We'll see. I, I wouldn't I, mind. I, I, I wouldn't. I'd like cherry and peach. I was gonna say I have cherry already, so you could take cherry and I want lemon. And we'll fight to the death yeah, for peach. I'll yeah. take. I'll take peach. I'll take cherry. And I peach. wonder if it comes with the other like fucking marin and whatever else. Oh, marin, uh, fucking Matsubukuri energy, Matsubukuri which is like energy. the stupidest energy fucking Loxy <laughs> that could have ever done. <laughs> Stupid. My um, so they're gonna reveal more details and put up pre-orders October sixth. So hopefully mm -hmm. next episode we'll have some more specifics. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Next. So this one snuck up on us, but this is related to this week's King Oger episode. We have a brand new villain who just came the fuck out of nowhere, and he's played by a very familiar face to those who are it's familiar Aaron. with the franchise. Garen. Uh, yeah, this is Kosei Amano, who played Common Rider Garen in Blade, as well as the Principal and Libra Zodiarts in Forze. Y'all. So it's one of those, like, uh, legacy actors in yeah. the franchise. That's fun. Uh, yeah, he's playing our brand new villain, Grody Lucodium. The final <laughs> member. Grody Lucodium. Yes, who totally Gr looks like... I know that this is probably better saved for the episode later, but why does he look like Cyber Six? <laughs> <laughs> I, that didn't even occur to me, oh, but you're no. right. I, <laughs> ah! I like I look at the white part of his face. I just face hear and you like screaming in the distance, but I can't hear what you're saying. Oh, hold on. Okay. Uh, I look at it and I think to myself, it's the Phantom of the Opera. But yes, Cyber Six as well. Um, yeah, so... He's creepy. He yeah, we'll get into more details in the episode discussion, but yeah, it, I just wanted to make specific mention that this is a familiar actor that I'm very happy to see again. His name oh, is no, he's, he's killed it. <laughs> Literally. Fucking great. Get him. True. He does kind of have Mr. Crocker vibes, too. He does. <laughs> what? That's such a weirdly specific take, <laughs> but I don't disagree. <laughs> Oh no! Chickens! I sense them. Oh, so I'm a Cute. All right, moving on. Apologize for for the repeated uh, mic peaks. Yeah. Uh, speaking of King Ogers, so we haven't even seen the movie yet, but they've announced a quote-unquote complete version of the King Oger Adventure Heaven movie. Ah, uh, yes, the director's cut. Yes, it will include scenes that were cut from the theatrical versions as well as brand new scenes made for this version. It, which basically means, fuck you if you saw the original. This is the one you gotta see. Not, like, points of theatrical version. Non-canon. Canon. canon. <laughs> by, by twice. Canon. 
yeah, so this is being put out through the Toy Tokusatsu fan club starting December 6th, so we still have to wait a couple months to see it. Oh, God. Yeah. December this... 6th. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah. We're in October. All right. Next, in Shin Kamen Rider news, they have announced a complete selection modification of the Henshin Belt Typhoon. Hell yeah, there we go. I love it. I love it so much. I remember people talking about this, and the coolest thing is that it has the function where it pops out and releases the prana energy. Oh, yeah. Which means we finally have, no one asked for this, but we finally have a Kamen Rider belt that farts. Cool. <laughs> we did it. Technology has finally I evolved. Whole, I started a whole Twitter petition. I'm sure someone somewhere has asked for that, but I don't know why. Listen, don't yuck anyone's yums. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to like what they it's, want. It's got a spinning fan in it. It's got... I love the buckle on the back says lock. That's a nice touch. It actually looks really cool. Oh, trust me, people have paid more than $200 for farts. <laughs> I'm not going down that thread. Um, it has sound effects. The windmill rotates, lights up, plays the sound. You can cancel it with the right side buckle. That pops out the prana. Compared to the DX toy, its size is closer to the film. The belt is being is made of luxurious, genuine leather made from cowhide. What? So, so basically, it's made out of genuine leather that is leather. Weird flex. It's made of belt. Like Cows died belt. to make this belt. <laughs> the floor is made out of floor. Keep that on your conscience, the belt everybody. Is made out of cow. Pressing the button on the side buckle activates sound effects from the film, such as first appearance sound on the cliff, <laughs> blow sound, and rider kick blow. sound. Let's see. The Cyclone Guidance Sensor is installed on the left buckle, which activates the Cyclone Guidance Attack Sound by tracing the switch surface like the one in the film. It also mm. comes with 20 lines from Takashi Hongo and 12 background tracks, such as Aug like 1... Like background music? Yeah, like music, and Let's Go Rider Kick 50th. You activate those by pressing the button on the right side of the buckle. You know what? This is great. <laughs> See if you still think so after this. Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, 49,500 yen. It's over five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like the black. It's the it's like the Common Rider Black Sun Propaga. It's they, they this do, one doesn't fucking move on its own though. Yeah, well, there's a fan. That's it. I gotta have the Black Sun one. If I had to drop like half of, if I had to drop like a, like a third of a paycheck on a ride. <laughs> For only $500, you too can have a transformation belt that farts front-wise. Yeah, but I would I would sooner go for the Black okay. Sun one. Because <laughs> like black, and I like Kamen Rider Black better than I like Kamen Rider the first. But yeah, no, I, that's awesome. That's really cool. And it releases June of next year, just in time for my birthday. Do you want Happy birthday, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want this at all. I, I kind of do. If I had unlimited resources, I'd be buying. If I had unlimited power, and then I'd show them all of that. <laughs> all right, next. 
In Decoranger news, they have announced a memorial edition of the Decoranger SP license, aka their morphing device. Oh, you know what? That's yeah, cool. it's a, it's a, it's a it's a new one because they updated oh, the lights on the Judgment Time. <laughs> judgment Time. This is actually one of my favorite morphers in all of Sentai because it's so oh, mine cool too. and multifunction. It's badass as fuck. I love. I miss the Judgment Time. Judgment Time. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah, uh, this, this this one just has updated lights for the Judgment Time. It has yeah, it has all the improvements from the DX toy, the the Artisan SP license from 2017, LED lights during Judgment mode for X and O. Comes with a new mode where you can choose the content of the verdict yourself. Yo, that's actually awesome. You can record your own verdict lines. No, no, you choose whether it's oh. X or O. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Okay. So Judge your friend's crimes. <laughs> Uh, in cast mode, the dialogue and sound effects can be played back from the reading of the charges to the deletion. <laughs> That's cool. Delete. That's so cool. Uh, it's got call and shutter sounds, many lines from the five Decorangers, included with the license sheets of the Decorangers once they transform. They can be slid into the change mode of the item. Comes with its respective Do I, do I know really do I know a cool, really cool fact about the like Decoranger, like when they judgment? Mm -hmm. So it gets sent to a planet where like the the actual uh, like a group of people on this planet like judge the crime, like the verdict. But on this planet, it takes like years, like fucking decades, to like come up with a verdict. But in our like real time, it's like fucking milliseconds. It's super weird. That's cool. Like honestly, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, it takes years for them to come come to a verdict. <laughs> yeah, um, I love it. Premium Bandai web exclusive, eleven thousand yen, so it's over a hundred and ten dollars, which is honestly yeah, not it, the worst price I've seen for something like this. No, I'm guessing that's gonna be made. I, I kind of want it. Like, I, I'm guessing it'll be made of a higher quality plastic than, say, the original toy. Uh, probably. Yeah. It doesn't have any specific info on in this article. I, remember I just want, I just want like the sirens. Crazy. Yeah. The sirens. Uh, and it releases in March. Yeah. Ooh, I want it. This, this, oh my if, God. if you were ever interested in Decoranger, this seems like the one to get. Me too. I love Decoranger. Uh, Power Ranger Cop. Next. Space Power Ranger Cop. Yeah, man. In Live Man news, I know Gar would be happy to hear about this. SMP has announced the Alternative Destiny Bison Liner and Sci Fire set. So basically, the, the Zords from Live Man. Nice. Holy shit. Yeah, these are pretty fucking awesome. I the store opened by my work that sells stuff like this, they might be getting that. Oh, the fucking cannon it's got in its Megazord mode is pretty yeah. cool. That's a badass Megazord. Which sword is this? Yeah. Uh Live Man's dope. Live Man? It's uh ba -ba -ba -ba. The second one, alter alternative destiny versions of Bison Liner and Sci-Fire, which combine with the SMP Alternative Destiny Live Robo to form Super Live Robo, cool. which stands 170 millimeters tall. Unlike other Live Man mecha toys, the Bison Liner and Sci-Fire cannot combine to form Live Boxer. Interesting. Yeah. That seems like a I weird like thing. Boxer more. It seems like a very weird choice to omit. Mm. I like Live Boxer more. It's cooler. Uh, Boxier. It's very boxy. Uh, Premium Bandai box. Web Exclusive, 9999 yen. Nine? So 100, 100 bucks. You're closest without going over. So 100 bucks, right? Yeah. Uh, releasing in January. 
Cool. Hilarious. I dig it. Cool. Look at it. It's so boxy. <laughs> That's it. Love My Megazord's a box. Damn you. The box. A box. <laughs> I love Midas. It only goes into live briefs. <laughs> live, live briefs. Yeah. All right. And Paul, I'm happy you're here this week because we get to talk about the Garo Ken. Yeah, it's so pretty. Yes. Holy so, fuck, that's dope. That's a cool sword. The it's complete style gigantic Garo Ken from Garo. It's like something out of Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. It's Garo the Barbarian. Uh, no, but it's like, I, I love I love the contrast between like every other thing that we usually talk about in terms of Toku. Like all the rest of the toys. Then we just get one whole fucking sword. It's, just it's a, a sword. Just a whole just, ass just sword. A sword. I have this sword in Final Fantasy XIV. That's cool. Now they just yeah. need to, to take a step up. And release like Makai Knight armor for <laughs> just oh Garo's actual suit. <laughs> like, I kind of really want it, but it, it looks expensive. So, this is a one to one scale replica. Uh, series creator Keita Amamiya supervised the creation of it. Hilt has been created with die cast metal, gold plated, gold plated paint to reproduce the sword's look. Pad printing has been used to transfer the pattern seen onto the blade. Okay. And the blade is what? Diecast. Diecast. Uh, uh, yeah. Hmm. Diecast metal, yeah. Sword is 100 centimeters in length, features three buttons. Background music button, dialogue button, and attack button. Wait, so it's actually electronic too? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yep. The, the dialogue button features voice lines from Yosei Konishi, who played the franchise's original protagonist, Koga Saejima. Oh, yes. AKA the only one I know because I'm only seven episodes into yeah. the show so far. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple of Garos, but Koga's still Koga's awesome. Yeah, and it includes a pedestal to hold the sword on as well. It's really cool. How much is it? Let's see. Uh, what? <laughs> priced at 34,100 yen, so over $340. $400. Mm. <laughs> You're looking at 500 with all shipping and everything. And it ships right, in March. Paul. All right, Paul. Here's a here's a here's a here's a question for you. You have you have you have the this sword and the black sun belt dangling off a cliff. And you can only save one. Which one do you save? <laughs> Which black one do you belt. save? Black sun belt. Oh, that was quick. Okay. Wow, easy that was easy. <laughs> easy I like that it says it nays. <laughs> you don't really love Garo as much as you say you do. Yeah. <laughs> that looks. Oh yeah, the sword also plays the Ney of Goten, the armored <laughs> horse. Told you, Ney. It just plays like horse horse noises. <laughs> wow, is that a horse sword? I actually, I have Goten as a mount in fourteen as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. And I gave you I gave you Trunks sword as a birthday present. Yeah, and that Christmas is the news. Yeah. Cool. Sorry about Gotchard. So I love that Valvarez's debut was cut off from from the end of last week's episode, and then his fight is awesome, but is literally over in a minute and change. Yeah, yeah, because that's how badass he is. I, I have to say one thing that's kind of weird and kind of related, um, but. It occurred to me this week, finally, that Wait. they do not, in fact, say "Make you want to die" in the Gotchard theme song. <laughs> what was the um, actual line? It is not. 
I don't know, but it's not even in English. It's because I thought it was like one of those gratuitous like English lines. Mm. But no, uh, f- 50 seconds in the opening, it sounds like they say that. Um, By seven. And uh, I-, I heard it really clearly like the first time I listened to the song without subtitles. Yeah. Or it just, just say, make you want to die. <laughs> Um, so before we talk more about this episode, do you guys have any thoughts on last week's episode you want to mention? Nah. Whoever wasn't here last week? No. Nah. Like, I mean, like, it kind of led into this one. But no, they, yeah. they, do, not, they do not say that. Uh, the, one, the one thing I will say, I guess, is it's related to what you were just saying. How, like, that was a really done and over fight, like, really quickly to the point that, like, that felt like it could have been the climax of the last episode. The shot of him walking away after finishing the fight could have been how episode three ended. Yeah, it, it was like... Yeah, I, I don't know why they did that. You know what it reminded me of? Uh, the Hobbit movies. Like, how, like the final fight, uh, the fight with Smaug was the beginning of the third movie instead of the climax of the last movie. Yeah. So, you know, No, I get it. <laughs> um, so I will say my general takeaway from the episode overall is that Valverad is cool... But then took a hard left into creepy territory every time he looked oh. at or talked to Rene. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it Don't seems like he has... Started. Like, he's into her, but, like, it's almost like a knight and princess sort of thing at the same time. But I don't know what the deal is. Like, was he hired to protect her specifically? Oh, I don't do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? No, do you know what it is? His what? mentor or teacher was probably her father. <laughs> But yeah, so he's uh, like indebted to her to protect her. Calling it. I don't know. It, it seems to me a little more personally motivated because of that way he's been smiling at her. That really creepy smile. Yeah. That we like, gotta also incorporate into the thumbnail. If it was a gratitude or like a obligation, I don't think he'd be smiling so much. Maybe the actor. It's literally like. It's literally like. It's like. I got this card for you. Multi, I don't think it's a childhood <laughs> friend thing because every time he talks to her, he uses her full name, and that's out of a of deference, yeah. of, of respect, or like you know what I mean. That doesn't feel familiar. Familiar. He's a cho- she's the chosen one. You are the chosen one. Um. Yeah, we got to see the what I, I'm just gonna call it the Valvarizer because it it's smaller than I expected though, or maybe Valvarad's just yeah. fucking huge. Yeah, no, Valvarad's just fucking huge. <laughs> just really chunky armor. You big boy. Yeah. Big um, boy. Yeah, so <laughs> he captures the, the Deep Mariner and then hands it to Rene and then turns over to Gotcha and goes, you killed the monster. I still don't accept Did you. Did you just say Mariner? I keep saying Mariner. I don't know why. It's Mariner. <laughs> Even I know that. I'm gonna Holy keep doing shit! That. You blew oh, my Marvel mind suffering. just there. <laughs> it's not even the first time. Wow! I'm used to it being marine. I can't even say it that way. Mariner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, no, but like it should, it's it like should be Mariner. But it's like the name of the city in Lightspeed Rescue is called Mariner Bay. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's Mariner. I can I literally can't say it the wrong way. Mar- Mariner Bay. Mariner. Holy shit! This is this is this, this is gonna be our version of the Game Grumps arguing over whether it's Nevada or Nevada. <laughs> Mister Stickler for pronunciation. <laughs> That's a good one. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Deep. Uh, speaking of Deep Mariner for a sec, I, I fucking love it. It's, it's it's awesome. It's stupid looking, and I love everything about it. 
Well, actually, yeah, you, so. you, you like you like like subs. What's your take on that? I mean, yeah, I'm usually a fan of like water themed stuff. So yeah, the one thing I didn't like was how like the amalgam form was really fucking creepy because like the 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 not actually a hand hand was like caressing it as if it was like a fucking pot belly sticking out of the front. <laughs> yeah, there was some stuff going. That on was there. a little upsetting. My <laughs> question is is why on earth did Venom Mariner not get a special transformation? Yeah, Apari Skabo got like the the proper like cutscene henshin. I was like, but you already got that last episode. <laughs> it was weird. I do really like the form though. I love the mushrooms on the head. I love the fucking the the snorkel. The pink snorkel's great. And the snorkel's making like a border around the helmet. Yeah, but like, and why didn't shoot- it get its own? And then he shoots fucking torpedoes out of like the mushrooms on his shoulders. I fucking love it. Yes. Sorry. All right. There's a little bit of an awkward cut in there, but I think we're back now. Hold on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. If if the yep. icon's lighting up, they can hear you. Okay. Okay. Making sure. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, I was going to mention this later, but yeah, I'm upset on one hand that Venom Mariner did not get a fucking henshin sequence, but on the other, my anger is mitigated a little bit by the fact that I fucking hate this suit. <laughs> it's so oh, I stupid. Love it. Um, I love it! It takes snorkels, it shoots torpedoes out of its mushroom shoulders, tell, it's awesome. Tell, tell the people listening what you said when you looked at the helmet of this suit. It looks like fucking Sailor Moon hair. <laughs> It does. It does. Meatball head. It's got meatball head. <laughs> Would you mean dumpling head? Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love Deep Mariner. It's uh, I I think because I actually do like the original one so much that like it's Venom Mariner. <laughs> Deep Mariner is the Mariner, card. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Why don't you just like him because you, know, you like his pants? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I'm not like I don't. I don't love this for like. I think it's also the wrist, the gauntlets, like the big fans, propellers. Yeah, which are fucking ripped off from Comrade or Build. Yeah. Not not a I fan. Will, have your own. I will. I will say though, like ever, like ever since Apari Skabo uh, fucking debuted, I've just been constantly just yelling out, "Ah, Skabo!" Like I fucking love saying that. It's so funny. It's, it's it's great. Everyone, go yell! Go yell at the top of your lungs. Just fucking yell at a Pariscabo. It's great. <laughs> go disturb the public. Yeah. Our entire fucking chats just fucking yelling it out loud right but, now. Uh, so yeah, uh, we 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 go back to Hotaro to his his life, and I love that like Kajiki runs up and it's like Kajiki, your your memories didn't get wiped this time, and it's like yeah, there's this... just like we saw this cool hero. Yeah, there's there's a hero going around and he's saving us from monsters and. Oh. And I was like, what are the comments saying? Do they like me? I mean, him? <laughs> I mean, that was kind of cute, too, because it's like, he, I like that he does, it doesn't get to his head, but he does like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Not know. yet. We'll see and how far this goes. To him in the, it just cuts to him in the classroom, still, like, like dreamily looking into the distance. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, about, like, it's uh, just like in, uh, it's just like in Guardians 2, just like, is he cool? Yeah. Gotchard's cool. Gotchard, y'all. I've got right Gotchard, y'all. My my immediate question is: uh, We have evidence of the public with existing memories of the chemis and the amalgams. Isn't this the kind of thing we're supposed to erase, like we've done already? But no, we're just gonna let no. him keep his memories. No, they, 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 yeah, that's true. They didn't feel like keeping that up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, also like dropped like, after four episodes. I, cool. I, did they talk about it in this episode or last? Where like 
So wait, people know about common writers then. It was last episode where Minato made mention of like, yeah, common writers have special powers, and I took particular note of that comment because like, so have has has have there been previous common writers in this story before? I don't know. We don't know yet. Spanner says he doesn't. Spanner says he doesn't accept him as a common writer. So yeah, that implies. So that, that sounds like, like he knows a previous common writer. Yeah. I have a question. Okay, so people are, and the 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 one, number one rumor going around is that the previous comrader is comrader legend, who we aren't even sure exists yet. Here's the thing. He's the just three, a legend. The three <laughs> sisters, the three whatever. The three dark lollies. Yes, the three dark lollies specifically mm. want his belt for some reason. They made mention in this episode that the driver is the key to the quote-unquote final door and anyone who's ever watched full metal alchemist knows like, immediately what door we're talking about I, like oh my god like <laughs> like and the, and the more they kept talking about uh uh, uh the girl's father Rene's dad yeah Fuga. the more i just kept going so he's hohenheim like, yeah Fuga kudo is just hohenheim yeah it's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's inevitable <laughs> my, question, my question is this so like correct me if i'm wrong but like for example, uh, the the uh, spanners uh, henshin stuff. Does he require two cards? No. For some reason, I think uh, his, is his the only one that requires two cards. The henshin. The gotcha driver currently is the only driver that requires two cards. Okay. There's only two, right? So maybe yeah. that's why they were treating his henshin like it was remarkable because he could make pairs based on like mixing them together, like mixed alchemy. Yeah, that could be yeah. like an alchemical reaction. What? Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's what makes Gotchard special. Yeah, of course. But we're just wondering, like, if they know that common riders as a concept are a thing and are more powerful than most other things in this world, then that means there is precedent for there being a common rider before Gotchard. But everyone acts like monsters aren't a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't think they really thought that one out. But who knows? Maybe, maybe something else will happen that contradicts that. There was there was one moment where like uh, Hotaro and and Rina are talking in the class, and <laughs> she's just being her usual fucking prickly self, and Hotaro just turns to her with the energy like he didn't say it, but the way I interpreted that was just, why are you such a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> that's gonna be her arc. She's gonna do the defrosting ice queen trope. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yep. Uh, so okay, okay, here's an idea, and this is me being very charitable. Uh -huh. What if Common Rider is more in this world shorthand for superhero? Then the people in the comments would be saying Common Rider and not a hero. But that's what I'm saying. Like just that's oh, yeah, just, true. and again, that's that's way. I will really say charitable. there have been other shows where like Common Rider is an urban myth that the main writer like attaches to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Forza was the biggest example. Who was it that mentioned the word common writer to him? Minato, the teacher. Okay. And he's And also Spanner. And he sorry? And also Spanner. Yeah. So like Spanner exists. What if common rider is just the alchemist term for an alchemist that can transform with armor and shit? Then Valvarad would be referred to as a common rider, but he's not. And then he would be a rider, yeah. Hmm. Valverad is not listed as a common rider. He's he's a he's a writer like. He is what we in in Cast Ranger refer to as a writer like in the same vein as Machine Chaser, Night Rogue, Blood Stark, that kind of shit. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, we'll see where this goes. I just wanted to highlight that. Yeah. So, uh, Renge, who last week was wearing the fucking tentacle arm, this week shows up with tiger shit all over. And She's got like a tiger outfit. And, tiger, tiger, and tiger. proceeds to fleece Hotaro into trading his Pokemon cards. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, they I, they were trading Kemis even though they're like sapient. Just yeah, like... they do that with Pokemon and Pokemon. <laughs> all right. That is true, you're right. <laughs> this is how we get Energy Energil and Sasuke Maru into the show because she trades him the matching set just for, I believe, Odoripa? Or was yeah. it Commandus? Yeah, it was Commandus. Yeah, it was Commandus. It is a fucking crime we don't have an actual rider suit for this Yeah, we sh- it, it happens later, but yeah, I'm upset that Energy Maru is just literally a floating mass of caffeine of pop. That punches you in the face. It, and the belt is just she like met. floating inside it. <laughs> Yeah, it's Pepsi, man. And then when they form change after that, it's like, oh, fuck, now the cards are soaked. Oh, God, I wish it was Pepsi. Oh, man. no. They're all <laughs> sticky now. <laughs> They're uh, all wet. They're completely useless now. Completely <laughs> useless now. I would have been totally I'm okay. I'm sorry, if, that's what I was thinking. If Energy Maru literally just became Pepsi Man when it, like... Pepsi Man! Like, like ads and everything. I wouldn't even be angry. Right? <laughs> He's back! Now we need to fucking shop that. In Pog form. He's just the shot of Pepsi Man with the Contra driver on him. <laughs> Someone will shop it. Um, so our monster of the week is it's another one of uh, the three dark lollies taking amalgam for themselves. Which one was it? This we... time it was Lachesis who becomes the Ant Trooper amalgam. Lachesis. And I will s- yeah, whichever. <laughs> I will say now that we've like gotten a chance to look at her on her own. Definitely the hottest of the three. Wow, H.E. <laughs> well, I, I sure goddamn hope so. Like, As opposed to the bitchy one and, and the, the child. Chi- the child. The literal child. As opposed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not even like a Barova situation where you're like, oh shit, really? No, that is a whole child. Um, yeah. So they use the ant trooper power to create uh, an ant lair like a big fucking maze like an ant farm yeah like well, a labyrinth it was interesting like. though because in this episode it showed that the sisters can change from their amalgam forms back to their normal forms and then back to the amalgam forms yeah and i don't know why they bothered it's making yeah I, I don't know either Give me a second, also maybe that actress was there promised a certain amount of screen time Maybe. <laughs> Seems a weird reason. And the, the ant trooper can also like make more ant troopers. Yeah, it just clones a bunch of ant 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 ant. It also just to, to, to um to put, see the fact that they can do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they end up like chasing them around the maze, and we get this bit of like, oh no, which way do we go? I don't know. Yeah, there was a bit of, like, Scooby-Doo antics in this one. It got kind of close to that. Yeah. Gotchard seems to be much more clearly for children. Yeah. Oh, yeah, clearly. And then it got really emotional, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they, they, they reveal, as if the audience wasn't already very aware, that uh, Fuga Kudo, Rene's dad, is the traitor who, quote-unquote, betrayed the Alchemist Academy... And that just sends Rene into a self-pity spiral. Hmm. <laughs> and this suddenly became a character development tunnel. Poor yeah. Alchemy Tosaka. Her father Hohenheim ruined her life. <laughs> oh no. 
And I, just this one awkward shot of like her like sitting there kneeled and then Hotaru was just standing there like, so cool. <laughs> Oh, there you go, Ichi. There you go, Ichi. Someone actually did the nice. cry from Pepsi, man. <laughs> Energy Maru. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's, she's like, "My dad's probably alive." Well, I definitely saw him getting melted. Yeah. But you know what? Anything's possible. Maybe. I love how when we were watching the episode, Paul's excuse was maybe that was a homunculus. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. Fucking alchemy. maybe. Alchemy, man. Show me your belly button. <laughs> uh yeah so they start fighting again and then we of course we get the debut of energy maru wild which is literally just a floating massive pop that attacks it's the stuff it's really fucking dumb and i'm very upset by it seems like they really are just doing as many like it almost feels like they were required to make as many like you need to make a hundred of these because this is gonna be cards yeah and so obviously not everything can get something so yeah. That's going to be interesting about this show in the long run is is when sometimes we're going to be very happy, but what we get sometimes we're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. So it's exactly like a just, gotcha. Just like alchemy and just like a gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you, know else, you know what else? Sometimes you get the SSRs and it's an, act, an actual form. Sometimes it's a rare and it's just a floating mass of coke. Piece of shit. <laughs> and the other thing is, and I brought this up during the watch through, and I mean, there's no evidence for it, but like, here we have there are probably going to be more riders here. Maybe the ability to form a suit around you is something that certain chemies can only do with certain riders that they attune to. Maybe some other character will come along and they'll be able to become a pop ninja. Fucking We're maybe. three episodes in. You never know. Can three episodes hope. in, then that doesn't mean that they've introduced The, the only thing that dissuades me from that idea is the fact that if it had a... Like, we already know what the helmet would look like on the suit because it's on the back of the fucking cards. That's true. That leads me to just yeah. believe that that helmet will probably be put on someone else other than Gotchard. Which means their helmet is going... We already know what that helmet looks like because we've seen it on the cards. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a limited number, like, for sure. And, again, we just have to think about this logistically. They're not going to make, like, 20 well, riders. Well, here's suits. the problem. The problem is this: the way the, the, the suits were conceptualized as each combo is a unique suit as opposed to being two parts that cut chuck together the same way builds was. Build had a lot of different random forms, and every time there was, there was a suit for it because it was literally just each form was each, each bottle was half a suit, and they just chucked the two halves of the suit together. This they can't do because each design for each form is a unique design that mixes up the motifs of the two, as opposed to being two halves they just chucked together. So of course they can't design fifty different suits. No, it's really not. Who has the time for that? Not uh, Toei. They should, though. They fucking should. Guy had a lot of suits. Well, that's different because they th there were several different undersuits, and then they just made an individual set of armor that just attached to the suit. It's just it's a similar situation. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm shifted into belt mechanics mode, and we need to move on. So yes, we get the debut of Venom Mariner, which is a really dumb suit and didn't get a henshin sequence, so. Me. Fuck you. Fuck me, I guess. And then we get this really fun sequence where they he they threaten Rene and it's like surrender the belt or we kill her. And he's like, okay. So he hands over the belt and then surprise, energy is in the riser. Punch. Right. <laughs> he just punches her in the face. You might call it a 
pop to the jaw. Oh! oh. <laughs> I, I wish I could dab, but I physically cannot dab right now. It would hurt. <laughs> so I will dab for you. Yeah. Uh, he goes, Aparescevo, and then we confirm what Paul uh, suggested when seeing the form for the first time in the previous episode, that he does, in fact, have Healy feet. Yeah, <laughs> Healy's. Is it 2002? He's the coolest kid on the block. Healy's for my feelies. <laughs> yeah, so they defeat uh, End Trooper, capture the card, the maze is gone, uh, and the warehouse starts coming down, and then Spanner decides to be a nice guy, trademark, and send in his card so that they can. we can also see mad pirates for three fucking seconds, <laughs> which is another non-suit, just a fucking CGI monstrosity. Yeah, but it's fucking cool, though. I like it. What it's if a, a pirate ship had wheels? It is a boat. And mad wheels. Yep. <laughs> mad wheels leading the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, we at the end of the episode, he's making more food. And then when you fail, like, she calls it odd. He, he says a thing that I really fucking hope isn't going to be another catchphrase, but absolutely is. No, gotcha! No. Well, yeah. Well, I, I have to say, yeah, exactly. I, I was going to post post that to the <laughs> Smiley Meaty Overice, which um is incredibly cursed. Fucking hate the name Smiley Meaty Omurice. It's got chicken wings. Yeah, like, it. why, why, is the, why does it have, like, like that gr- horrible green liquid around it? Was that supposed to be curry? I don't know. I don't know. I love that it's labeled the Kudo Special, which means there is the possibility of a version that is not the Kudo Special. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you true. know he's going to try to, like, perfect this dish specifically to impress Rene. So. Oh. I know. I'll make her some eggs. God damn it. Fucking. Now I Girls just love eggs. This show just seems to want to steal from everything. And now I'm just like, oh, crap. Now they're taking from Food Wars with it. I'm not going to stop until she says my food is delicious. Add it to the list. Yeah. Yep. Come to think of, come to think of it, um, that also involved eggs. Yes. He's just becoming. Now he's just channeling Yukihira Soma. We all know. Yes. He's just Soma. We all know the best way to a woman's heart is through her eggs. <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> no, well, that didn't work. Add it to the list of shit Godshard's ripping off. What are we at, like 10, 15 now? Like, I legit kind of feel like we got to go back to the beginning and just, like, and actually keep a tab of this. And by end, it's like, just... What have they ripped off this week? Yeah. <laughs> this week on Rip Off Rider. So anyway, next week is the wrestler episode. <laughs> We're going to get uh, Wrestler G... Uh, we'll see Ant Wrestler the form, and yeah, the stupid non-rider suit form of the week, Bullet Chocho, where he the rider turns into a gun with wings, with like <laughs> a tiny tr- little driver on top. That, that, that literally just looks like Drake's weapon. From, from <laughs> only, it's, only it's butterflies instead of dragonflies. So yeah, I just love the little. I love the little gotcha driver on top. That's what That's I was so saying. Cute. Yeah, so. so cute. Let's just say I'm looking very much forward to where the actual plot kicks in and we get through these really dumb Monster of the Week episodes. We'll get there. Really. Is there fun? We said that about we said that about Gaim when it started. I mean, Gaim was pretty formulaic, and we thought it was just going to be a we didn't best we battles. we didn't start really talking about Gaim until the twenties that when it really kicked into Ma- gear. Imagine they just kept up the whole dancing thing in those <laughs> oh, games. God damn. 
Yeah. And I mean, like like we were talking earlier, this one's obviously aimed at a younger audience, so they want to, it's more lighthearted, fun, Either that or they're adventurous for a false sense of security. That's kind of what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it just takes a hard turn and gets real... Full Metal Alchemist. I mean, exactly. alchemy, alchemy can be pretty dark. Yep. Oh my god, if we get the fucking, like, that version of, like, the little girl got turned into a dog in this... <laughs> That's Hells what I was yeah. thinking too. Was we need our um? No, I was I was thinking like we no. fi- we finally meet his father and he's just a horrible mutation. Edward. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, no one wants it. Archard. All right, King Archer time. Say the thing. Oh God, Bazaar. Okay. So before we get into can this, I week's say episode, one thing. Just... Can, can I say one thing quickly? Sure. Or can we all be in agreement that we'll just pretend last week's episode was just non-canon? Just I would happen. fucking love that, and the episode seems to support my theory because there's one shot in Ishibana where they cart in Grody's body, and one and like the the head of the fucking medical team is there and just like does not pay him any attention even though she should be one of the people who thinks jeremy is public enemy number one now i'm just gonna keep it as my personal head canon that last week's episode was non-canon as fuck it just didn't happen that's not that's not a that's not a thing that 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 can't happen it It happened i was gonna say do you guys want to thought give your thoughts on last week's episode okay so her intense hate reaction and the reason why she wouldn't react to Jeremy is because she doesn't remember everything that she did while she was under the influence. She wasn't one of the ones hypnotized. It was the head maid who got suggested. Yeah, it was the head maid, yeah. That's true, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Jeremy got a bug hand. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Well, you'd be recognizable, no? No matter what? Okay, here's what I think happened. I think that the kings, like, after everything, they let the people around them in on the situation. That's why they don't care. But then why do all that chicanery at all? I don't know, because they're stupid. I'm still angry about last week's episode. They're idiot teenagers who have to run countries. That's no excuse. (laughs) I think we are back again. I've been having some tech problems, but I think we got it handled for now. Where were we? An old computer restart always helps. Uh, Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, so we were talking about last week's episode. And how bullshit and um, nonsensical all of the decisions made were. Right. Yes. Like, yes. They're idiots. Absolute morons. But mm, what, were, what were we going with? Well, that, I think it was just more. Is or that less all? Like... Is that all you had to say about last week? Um. Basically, the takeaway is now Jeremy can only be around when no one, oh. when anyone who is not the main team is around. Oh, the point that I was trying to make. It's not around. Okay. The only thinking, the only logic that I can attribute to this situation is can you imagine the kind of panic that would happen and the amount of disheartening that would happen if they figured out that they were actually up against a giant fucking reality-bending space god insect from space who could probably just wipe them out at any given second with a thought. And as I mentioned specifically in response to that exact thought last week, that fucking Doug Dimmadome, the Donald Duck motherfucker, showed up in broad daylight in public, heralded by a flying space plague, announced his existence, and proceeded to, in response to getting his name said wrong, 
nukes five separate blocks of Shugatum. Yep, it's they know they're here. Okay, they're hiding their existence from the public is pointless. This is quite stupid then. This is I understand that the thought was we don't want the citizenry to panic because there's a monster going around whispering into people's ears and making them do their bidding. But is this really better? No. Uh, Jeremy did it. <laughs> That's it. No, that wasn't them going, Jeremy no, did it. That was Jeremy going, no. I did it. No, this is Jeremy going, uh, Jeremy the did King it. The King Odras were like, yeah. no, we fucked up. We're the assholes. We're going to step down. Even though they fucking did this idea already when they were in prison for two years. Like, th th this honestly, I'm yelling about this all over again. This honestly feels like for a few episodes, they, they really didn't know. Because this episode did feel like filler, honestly, which was weird because like, I actually the current episode and I actually wow. loved this episode a lot more because we got a lot more of the backstory that wasn't fully ex yeah, explained but before. Like, I'm also saying uh -huh. with the last episode and this one and the one before that, it's sort of like I think they're getting back into telling the story. Yeah, but again, there's a mandated number of episodes, and I think they just like we got to like. It felt like we had to tie up the fact that we needed to introduce Hirubiru and her stupid suggestion powers. But, like, now Jeremy can't walk around in the street or anywhere where public and, and like, exists. Like, yes, and it's like, it's, it's almost exactly like what happened with Gira earlier. Like, yeah. So, that's another thing we're repeating Tony. again. But again, I made, repeating it, yeah. I made specific mention earlier that in this episode, there's a shot where they cart Grody into Ishibana's palace and the head of the medical staff is there and sees him and does nothing about it. No reaction mm. to Jeremy, even though at this point they, he should be considered public enemy number one. And like I said before, like he's got a, even if like you don't know his face, he's, he has a bug hand. Like yeah. someone would pick up on that. All right. Anyway, enough of my griping. I've said all this shit last week, and I'm saying it again. Let's, let's talk get about into, good. Episode. Let's get into this episode because this is actually much better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry. Like I was saying, the last this a little bit of this episode as well, but especially the last two felt like like they just had to fill in some spaces. This is getting back into oh, now we're talking about the story again. You know what I mean? I'm surprised that this episode happened now, and that we this episode wasn't spent on introducing the last of the new villains because. Whatever his fucking name is, the bagworm dude, he hasn't had his episode yet. I don't know if he's, like, what, what can you really do with that? The, that we don't know yet. We don't know what he does. We shall see. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we this is a, a Himeno and Rita-focused episode, and it's oh, a pretty great shipping. one. <laughs> oh, yeah, the shipping gets absolutely accelerated. Uh, they're so fucking cute. <laughs> they really are. It starts out with Himeno remaking Rita's, like, Gokan royal jewelry for her glove. And then they have this adorable tea time. And then she just starts asking about and backstory out of nowhere. Like, we find out that Ishibana actually has its own language, apparently. Yeah, that was, that was interesting to know. And it's so funny that the first that phrase they never we learn... speak. Yeah. The, the first phrase we learn out of the country of medicine and beauty is, If I die, I'm taking I'm you taking to hell you with me. You're taking you down with me, yeah. <laughs> oh my Rita, god. Rita's just so fucking into that phrase. <laughs> yep. To the point I also, like, you know, made that up for her. You ever think she's... Okay, so... Like, and then we get, we get a nice little fact where Sebastian, like, leans over to Rita and goes, she only has tea time with people that she really is, cl is really close to. And I was like, oh, I think she likes you. But, yeah...
Oh, Yama's gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> oh man. Oh no, I can't hear Ichi again. I'm sorry. Oh, poor Ichi's mic. Stupid Discord. Hi, you're on your other headset you. or something. <laughs> Maybe disconnects like the, the whatever the other headset is or something. There is no other headset. No, well, when like you're, I think you're speaking through like a VR mic or something like that. <laughs> sometimes. Hold on. Do you have anything on? Otherwise. I don't know. I'm trying. It's happened before. Uh, input, it's a microphone, don't allow. Oh, you know what that might be? Fucking controller. Ah. Maybe. I don't know, I'm gonna leave that unplugged. Apologies for everyone listening, while I hammer tech problems, I don't... My whole computer is just being a pain in the ass, the monitor's flickering, Discord's not working. It, it sucks to be me today, it sucks to be me. It's okay, we all love you, bud. I would like this to work correctly. Hello, hello. Hi. We can hear you. Yeah, yeah we I'm, can hear you. I'm just making sure everything else is good. Okay. Hello. Back to shit. Sorry about that. Uh, about so human Rita. in love with Rita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something. Uh, you know how this is more of a, a closer to a Western fantasy story? Uh-huh. I like the... I, I think Ishibana, like... I, I know they're all human, but I think they're supposed to be anal analogous to, like, elves because, like, of the of the emphasis on beauty and art and poetry and medicine and things like that. And they have their own weird made-up language. I see what you're saying. I understand yeah, the parallels. It, it may not be, like, literal, but, like, there, there could be something subtextually there. Like, at least in the thinking of how to world-build Ishibana when they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Himeno asked Rita about the eye. Hey, weird eye. Why you got a weird yeah, eye? For a mysterious <laughs> eyeball. <laughs> yeah. So what about your eye, bro? <laughs> oh, and also the, um, I'm bringing you down with me, the, the, the way that, um... Rita uses the phrases talking about merchandise scalpers. Yeah, like, Himeno asks about her backstory and her eye, and Rita asks, What are you doing about the Mofun scalpers? <laughs> Excuse me? What? <laughs> what now? What's a what? scalp? What's money? <laughs> I own everything in my country. Are people selling my things? <laughs> have to look into that. Yeah. I'll cut off all their hands. Every last one. Um, so Karas, Rita's not mom, previous ruler of Gokan. This seems cool. Uh, marches across the lake that she freezes while walking and invade, quote unquote, invades Ishavana by turning the whole block into a fucking winter zone. That's right out of Frozen. <laughs> you can say she's a dangerous zombie. <laughs> yeah, as we discover later in the episode, she is already dead. In fact, Kamejim. She was a zombie. Kamejim used that that dude that I forget his name, but he was in the previous Rita episode. 
who went looking for Kara. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, ice zombies, was she a White Walker? Yeah, right? Oh. <laughs> That's what I gonna say. <laughs> White Walker. I wasn't even thinking of that. No, sorry, hey. So, well, wait, this show ripping off Game of Thrones? What? 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 Oh, Especially in this country? Like sells here. In this economy? <laughs> what was that dude's name? I forget. They didn't mention it this episode. Oh, her not dad? No, no. The, yeah, yeah. Her not remember. dad. Her not... Yeah, the guy played by Niram. And they all... Like, I like what you said it later. Like, it, finish the point you were making. So, sorry. What I was, so, basically what happened is Kamejim follows the dude who went looking for Karas, finds Karas, breaks him breaks Karas and Grody out of the ice, and then as Karas goes to try and stop Kamejim, he fucking face lasers her and actually straight up murders her. Yeah. Uh, and then as we discover, Grody has the power to raise the dead and have them operate on pure instinct, so he sends Karas to Ishibana as a zombie, which makes me wonder, what the hell instinct was she running on? Why was her instinct go to Ishibana and freeze everyone? Listen. <laughs> well, okay, like she was on like spoilers. She was on dead, right? Yeah. Like, was she in control at all? No, no. Grody mentions when he raises the dead, he's not giving them orders. They just start acting on instincts. Oh. That's why they're like shuffling well, she went around. Ishabana is not her home. Oh wait, no, no, sorry, not. She went to Rita. Is what I'm saying. Oh, you know that might be it. Yeah, yeah, like I have to find Rita. Yeah. Rita, yeah. But that's how, where Rita was. But yeah. how would she know that Rita's in Nishabana? Why does anyone know where anyone is? Because they, <laughs> they, they have the same they, eye. They walk across the continents. Drawn to her power. May, may, you, this is really fucking dumb, but you know what it could be? Maybe Gokan was behind Ishibana from where she was located. Oh, it's like you go far enough east, you'll eventually go west. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back up. Someone pull up a map. She froze the equator. Wait, no, we they were no, no, no. They were in Gokan when they were unfrozen, so she had to leave Gokan to go to Ishibana. So yeah. that doesn't make sense at all. I'm stupid. <laughs> None of that makes sense, Ishii. Like... At least now we know that Gokan and Ishibana are just like north south of each other. Yeah, that makes it better. <laughs> I mean, she walked across frozen water, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so uh, they they down Karas uh, and then discover that yeah, she's already dead because Kamiji murdered her. Yeah, ice so, zombies. We got White Walkers up in this. Yeah, I love the one moment where it's just like they're just gonna. I, I can I can talk to Karas. I can see if I can get information from her. I can maybe talk to her, like you know, catch up with her again. I'm afraid she died like days ago. Like what? She, no, just like the nurse comes in and just the first thing they're I'm afraid she died. But he just said woo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was ice just escaping the from escaping. the folds of her face. Yeah. No, from her eye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All the bedside Ooh. manner of a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> No, that that was that. a really weird and abrupt like that moment yeah. where she walked in and went, I'm afraid Karis has passed away. That's where the audience learns that Karis is dead. Yeah. yeah. So that was really like, wait, what? But I'm just imagining that from Rita's point of view, like her mentor of several years back who taught her everything she knows. So but I just hugged her! And mother figure to her. Nah, she dead. She though. dead. And this is what I'm saying about like why this episode feels like the last vestige of like a bad writing week or something, because there there is some like <laughs> rush to shoddy writing in this episode this was well. written during the strike <laughs> maybe no no they didn't film this in the last month uh, tokusatsu is kind you of that way it might be 
Maybe. Tokusatsu does have kind of quick oh, yeah, turnaround. I, I don't know if the writer's strike had much to do in Japan. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm just putting it out there. I think these guys fall under the Hollywood unions. <laughs> unions. Yeah. Um, so after the quote-unquote invasion happens, Himeno goes, No, now you have to tell me your backstory. That's the rule. Yeah. I get invaded, you tell. It's mm. only fair. And you also have to kiss me. <laughs> That can be off camera. <laughs> so now we finally learn what's up with Rita. The secret eye that she has is a passed down ice sealing art power passed down through the rulers of Gokan, and it is a tool with which to judge and seal those who cannot be persecuted by law. It's some Naruto shit. It also seals you in the ice, too, if you use it. It is the ultimate price to pay, and that's exactly what Karis did, because she did not have, apparently, enough evidence to convict Grody of committing the wrath of God 15 years ago. Her decision was to seal both of them up in this ice cave. Well, was it like that as well, but wasn't it also because, since, as we find out, he's immortal... There's nothing they could do to him other than that. I don't know if that was a factor, oh, yeah. but it could be. It wasn't explicitly stated because, like, it doesn't matter if he can't die. They just have to throw him in prison if yeah, he gets yeah, convicted no, but, but, by but, law. But, but this guy's, like, super powerful also. Yeah, like, it, it was probably... A fact, another factor was probably, oh, he's also busted, broke strong, we can't contain him. Exactly. Like, so all, all of the above, Professor. Yeah. My like, question is... Two of this unstoppable god guys, uh, ultimate soldiers, were on GQ, like at that point. What do you mean? Because like the first one would have been uh, what's his name? Kamijin. Uh, oh, sorry, Kamijin. Yeah. But that would mean that uh, uh, this guy would have had to have been there at the same time as him. Why wasn't he bumming around with his boss in space? They got an entire because he was sealed in the ice oh, by yeah. Karas for fifteen years. No, I, I get that, but what was he doing there 15 years ago? Killing people. Yeah. Like, he was just... Yeah, he caused the wrath of God trapped. and killed a bunch of people. No, yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's Dagden's whole thing, is, like, start conflict. Yeah. So yeah. that's just, like... I was I, just like, so he sent two of his best guys over. Yeah. Okay. Right. Why not? I guess. It's like sending two members of the Ginyu Force. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that shot of, of Grody waking up Karas with his hypno-eyes? Fucking terrifying. Yeah. All right, so our, I think this is when we should talk about this. What's this guy's full name? Do we have that? His name is uh, Grody Luco... Uh, hold on, I have, did I have it written? Grody Lucodium. Lucodium. Yeah. Grody. So, like all the other villains, this is based off an insect of some kind. Even though he, as we know so but, far, only has a humanoid form. Yeah. But that's why I'm kind of wondering if we're going to see something eventually. If he's going to eventually have a monster form? Well, yeah, because, okay, what he's based on, sorry, it's not an insect, it's a book, it's a, it's called the uh, Lucordium Paradoxum, it's a flatworm, oh. right? And uh, this thing is known for possessing snails to make them get eaten by birds. Jesus. Yep, it's, it's one of the, it's, it's one of the, um... The parasites, because so, I was yeah. thinking it would either be based on cordyceps or that. So it's not the snail, Ichi. It's, like, click on that. It's the pulsating yeah. shit. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. You know, well, it's a, that's fucked up. Yeah, Some, isn't it, it amazing? Mimics, it mimics worms so that birds will eat it. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Birds get the parasite. Grody, so my, Cordy. My point is, maybe he's got like a form inside of him that's going to yeah. come Yeah. I was, because I was thinking maybe, maybe he possessed a human body and oh, that his real self is like in yeah. there. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. That's why the body always looks like half dead. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. He's a. Yeah, we, we learned I think that, that would make a lot of sense. We don't have like an explanation for it yet, but Grody says that he can't die, and this is actually it he's he's like a really fucking twisted character, like he's obsessed with death and hates the living, and that stems from him being immortal and not being able to die. Mm. Got a lot of nihilists in this show. Yeah. <laughs> he's kinda like, he reminds me of Merlin when you're during the magic duel in Sword in the Stone, he's like, I've become a jerk. A rare disease, and you- You've I... caught me, Mim! What?! <laughs> yeah, like, he legit also sort of reminds me of, like, literally, Kenny McCormick when he's Mysterion. Yeah. Like, I can't die. Like, it fucking no, hurts. Fucking so, here, so here's the question now. If Grody can't die- He looks die... like Cyber Six, though. I, I know I mentioned <laughs> yeah. that before, but- my, my immediate question is, so if Grody can't die, what would happen if him and Doug Doug fight? Mm. Could if. Can can Donald die if Grody can't? Could he beat him? This is one why, of those, if if so, why does he serve him if he's superior? This is one of those. Superior. Could God make a burrito so hot? <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Uh, Doobly do he can he can shape space and time like he, yeah. he can reality bend. He this could probably guy, like break Grody in half. This uh, this reminds me of actually a, a thing from the uh, old bio from the Bio Booster Armor Guyver anime that came out like in 2005. And they continued with the manga. They inc- they introduced a character named Alkenfell, who could like reality bend. Like you know, if you came up to him, he could just explode you with psychic powers. And this one guy named Aptum, who couldn't die as long as he could absorb the tissue from other like zoonoids like him, he went up against Alkenfell, and Alkenfell just like popped him. But Alkenfell <laughs> couldn't kill him, and he couldn't control him. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that maybe, like, so maybe that's a the route they might go down. Like, he can't kill him, but he also can't control him either. I gotta say, my favorite moment in the whole episode is in Ishibana, after they bring Grody in, mm-hmm. he revives a bunch of, like, the Bugnamooks who all just, like, start zombieing around. Yeah. And then there's this one moment where one of them just, like, takes his gun and just... Just fucking mows half the room down. Like something out of a George Romero movie. <laughs> Including just... Grody, who just falls the fuck over. And then in an absolutely game... Just like, I broke down laughing when I first watched it. Kagaragi and Yanma each individually break into the room from different sides <laughs> and slash a mook going, We're here to save you! you! disappeared again. Okay. And we're here too. Okay. I have a thing that I want to bring up. Uh-huh. Just, okay, can you guys hear us? Yeah. No. Yes? We're still good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, I thought I heard Emily say that we had disappeared again. Okay, no? so, picture it. It's the writer's room. <laughs> they've had terrible, they've had a couple of weeks of horrible ideas and they know it. <laughs> they all think they're fucking frauds. And they know it. They've all, they've all been drinking their faces off. <laughs> This was the shoot that they did that they figured, like, you know, this is how we get over the hump. But the mooks are some of the writing staff, and they're in the suits, so they're just, like, stumbling around all drunk. And they're like, oh, we can write this. We can make it better. And the the, the King Ogers, the actors who are consummate professionals and haven't been drinking, just walked onto the set and went, dum, dum. and we're here too, yes. 
Uh, Q. Because <laughs> that's what I felt like when I was watching Mine. the acting at that point. Like, when I was watching, like, the acting of them stumbling around all dead and shit, I was like, and then the king, and then Kagaragi and the others came in, they were like, bum, bum, uh, yeah. <laughs> king Oger, woo! King Oger, yeah. <laughs> well, and I did actually like that, though, how he mentions, like, they're not good fighters because they are just, they are dead. Like, they're not, yeah, like... They're just operating on instinct. Yeah, like, they're not, like, super zombies. They're, they're just... They're not under direct command. Animated corpses, basically. Yeah, they're just, like, ordinary, like, original-style, mindless zombies. They're Romero zombies, not T-virus it, zombies. It would be very... Zambos. <laughs> it, it's very accurate to what zombies would probably actually be like. Yeah. And it just wouldn't be that fun. And, not organized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... <laughs> Himeno, go and poke him with a stick. Make sure he's really dead. And of course, she gets up to him and it's like, God damn it, I'm still not dead. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, send the royalty to go check on the dead bodies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, not the medical professional yeah, like, that, that works directly well, for you. Well, to be fair, Himeno is probably the most competent medical professional there. Sure. She is the best doctor in Ishibana. Sure, but... But you don't, you, you just you, gotta be a baseline doctor to know if someone's dead or not. Yeah, <laughs> like... True. Do we really want to send the queen of the doctors to poke a corpse and in make sure it's still dead? down, no that, less. I'm sure it won't, it won't, uh, uh, Wes Craven scream. Oh, it, it Wes Craven screamed. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. he didn't, he really, he just, like, looked up and went, the fuck you doing? This <laughs> I'm imagining her doing like the Homer Simpson death lit in his chest where just like poke the eye with a stick. I know, right? <laughs> and and here's something that no one's brought up. Why is he wearing lipstick? Um, I don't know, but that also made me think of Cyber Six. It is maybe also... his lips are maybe his lips are blue because he was nice for 15 years. <laughs> so he just smeared on some lipstick. He, he, looks, some lipstick. Like, he looks like some hot. And his lipstick like... was like the most durable lipstick of all time. If it survived that whole time, he looks like someone who's way too old to be hanging around Hot Topic, but still hangs out around Hot Topic. <laughs> Was was conflicted as to whether or not he wanted to cosplay the Phantom of the Opera or Cyber Six, and then went yes. <laughs> and then he just had the sights lying around. And he's like, "This fits somehow." The Cyber Phantom this fits my fits. death theme. Yeah, because he does look like an old timey like he's got a he's got a like Reaper vibe going yeah. on, especially when he pulled out yeah. the fucking sight. Yeah, that's literally cool looks weapon. like an FF14 Reaper. Uh, he looks like Yoshi P cosplaying the Reaper. That's <laughs> You're I like a good right. sight. Damn it! It's just Yoshi P's Reaper yeah. cosplay. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, why I was like, Yoshi P, is that you? <laughs> now I need to put them side by side because Yoshi P actually did cosplay yeah, the Reaper job glam for the Endwalker release. Well, we're gonna have yeah, so I remember that. For this, uh, for this thumbnail today. Oh my god. So what happens at that point? So he calls down another plague of of the fucking cicada zords. Uh, cicada guys. Yeah. Um, and then after the king orders get immediately downed by Grody's scythe moves, Rita decides to go for the same seal that Karas used to keep him trapped. Well, we introduced this in this episode, so obviously we got we got to use it. We got to use it now. <laughs> so Rita prepares to seal herself away, which I'm sure will make the rest of the season entertaining. Oh yeah, because Rita's totally not. She's, they're dying right here. Yeah. Right? But of so, course, Jimeno, being all, we're friends now, goes and stops her. Yep. Yeah. So all like, deaths on you, Jimeno. In their, like, in their, like, dying vision, they imagined it as Mofun. That was so oh, funny. Yeah, no, yeah. I love that. <laughs> that I love that. That was the best part. I feel your warmth, Mofun. Wait, that's not Mofun. That is not Mofun at all. <laughs> I wish it was Mofun. I yeah. really, you know what? 
I would have killed. I, I would have loved it if they'd actually had not an actual true Mofun voice, but actually speaking with Rita's Mofun impression. Oh, like just come back, Mofun. Rita. 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 And then it just turns into human. I was like, Rita. Rita. Voice fade transitions. Like she's accepted her death. She's being comforted by the thing that she loves the most, and then all of a sudden it's just no. Come on, Rita. <laughs> I also had a real like um, you know that moment in uh, Avengers when they like break the wormhole or whatever, and all the aliens die for no reason. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like when, when uh, Rita uses her ice magic on um on on Buddy here, it freezes all the bugs yeah all which, the cicadas get frozen which is weird to begin with but then even though they don't go all the way through with it because he knows the power yeah, of love they place, cancel the spell the bugs freeze yeah they just stay frozen and then just fucking drop in the water because we had to wrap that up yeah the only explanation i can give uh, is that they actually just froze from the ambient temperature no yeah that's what happened spell. no yeah. then why didn't the any of the ogres also yeah. freeze mm, power of love protagonists yeah i don't know protagonists. writing is what it is <laughs> it's, a, it's a show for children yeah that means it's okay to be bad writing no no it doesn't but we've had good writing up until last week so yeah, like is, i said this just felt the, like we were getting out of the like a couple bad weeks of writing like i said that i i yeah that's what i was gonna say that this that is the least of the problems of the last two weeks of writing yeah <laughs> or over the chat plot warmth <laughs> there you go yeah the, lo- the the heat of their love for for Rita and kept them alive. Rita, yeah, all those. Oh, you know that's what Tumblr's calling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so we we get this actually genuinely heartwarming scene of Jimeno being like, "This man took my family away. I won't let him take my friend." To also, oh, that was, oh, that was a goth nerd bitch. I'll kill you. <laughs> genuinely sweet moment. Yep. And Rita's just Rita's just like. I accept this. Yep. And then, even though we've not really finished with this whole introducing Grody arc, a brand new plot starts up in the form of Jeremy's mom showing up yeah, out of Jeremy's nowhere. Jeremy's mom uh, punches everyone in the face. Nowhere. Yeah, just nut punches the ogres and is like, my baby. <laughs> she my runs. Baby bo- she runs up to Jeremy and starts hugging him. And it's like, your mom, help, help me, help your mom. I'm in a lot of debt. Yeah, but... He's like, mom, <laughs> don't embarrass me in front of the ogres. You're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing me in front of the ogres. The king now, mom. Mom, keep voter rock now. I can stay up as late as I want. God. Just imagine like introducing them as it's like, no, you like. No one becomes friends with my Jeremy without my approval. You all have to work hard. You all have to prove to me that you're his friends, and that's the next episode, probably. I have no idea what the next episode is about. It, it clearly involves some Jeremy-related flashbacks. Oh, well, between uh, yeah, I'm glad and... it's a Jeremy episode because yeah. I want to see more Jeremy. You'll probably I have want your to plushie. Do approach more rapidly. You'll probably have your plushie by next episode. I was gonna say though, between Jeremy I... and. Um... I and, will, uh, but Jeremy's mom here. Oh, we're, we're, we're new crop of furries. Yeah, no, the Twitter has been lit up the last fucking week about Jeremy's mom. Oh, it's God. genuinely concerning. People want to be fucking that kaiju. Oh yeah, Jeremy's mom's got it going on. <laughs> yeah, and here's and Jeremy's mom. Orb is mentioning something. I know people in our chat have been mentioning it before, but here's the thought. 
So we have a character here who can revive the dead. Hmm. Zombie Rackleys. Let's go. Oh, oh no, my no, God. No, that's not possible because he's still alive. So. <laughs> well, this could be a way of having our cake and eating it too. Exactly. Exactly. A zombie Rackleys. Oh my God. And then he'll just straight up be Jon Snow Lane. <laughs> no, he'll oh, be the mountain. Oh my God. Or he'll be the mountain. Well, you know, the. This could be clicking. He got stabbed. He got he, he got stabbed by his brothers. Could you fucking imagine zombie Okuagata Ojo? Oh my god! Okay, the more That'd you say, it, the more like, I want. Like, with like a broken, like broken helmet, you can see like oh, his, yeah, like, like the cape suit. Let's do it. The cape, the cape's tattered. Yeah. It's in time for Halloween. Oh. Yo, I mean, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I like that. Cool. It's probably not gonna happen, but that would be cool. You know what? I will, I will count it in that if he comes back as a zombie, that also counts as him, like, still confirmed as dead, so I will still buy the Ojikawa Bazaar. Oh, you know what I just, you know what they're gonna do? Hmm? Okay, so you can, the whole thing is you can pass on the ability to do the freezing thing, right? Yeah. Okay, here's what they're gonna do. Because that's, I'm calling it now, I think that's how they're going to deal with Dagden in the end. Like, oh, seal them in ice. Seal them in ice, and to do it so this way, Rita does it doesn't happen to Rita. Rita will pass it to Rackley's, and he's gonna do it. Yeah, that's no, no. What's oh, gonna happen no. is Rita, Rita, Rita's Listen, gonna get a new form. You can't, you can't see things like that. We Rita, Rita, influence Rita's, how this goes. Rita's gonna get a new form. And it's gonna be called Mofun Ojer. <laughs> Anyone made that yet? Someone, yeah, someone make Mofun Ojo oh, a seat no! no! Ah, yes, my favorite insect. The Yeti. The Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Mofun. Have you ever seen a Yeti crab? Oh, oh a Yeti no. moth! You mean like the Pokemon? No, no, there's there actually a Yeti moth? I don't know, but I know there's a Yeti yeah, crab. Yeah, there are Yeti, Yeti crabs. I fucking love Yetis. Yeah, like, uh, fucking, what's his face? Crabomable, Krab whatever. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Yeah, hello, my gosh. Abominable. Abominable. Grab a Crandall. So uh, yeah, so... Make it happen. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, King Ogre. Jeremy's we're, mom. We're on the uptick. Uh, now his mom is back, and <laughs> according to Twitter, gonna... she's got it going on. Yep. Like I said, we're just going to forget last week's episode happened. So we'll just carry <laughs> the, the show seems to have, so why don't we? I mean, like... Yeah, exactly. I... I can't pretend that she's the first kaijin to oh, to start up some fetishes, but I am going to say that she's probably Holy going to be the one that'll be remembered. Let me see. Can I see a close-up, Oh, please? Jesus. Yeah, that's cool. what they look like. That looks like a the, toy. The, the claws look are longer than I was expecting. Deep Sea is full of weird shit. <laughs> and there's still, like, probably, like, 95% of shit we haven't seen yet. <laughs> Crazy shit in the water. Yeah. All right. Well, any other thoughts? Or we move on to our topic. Maybe we can. Uh... Um. Uh, the, the, the Garen Garen's new character is fucking awesome. I love him. He's creepy as shit. Like I love that Doug Doug forgot I know about you guys probably mentioned it, but oh, yeah. I just wanted to comment on it that like I like the freaking the uh, like Kamujins like talking to do 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 about him, and he's like. Yeah, like he like he doesn't remember him at all, but he's oh, yeah, just like, like he's just he's just catering to him. That's being what like, I was just saying. Remember him? Oh, cool. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That guy sucks. That. Yeah. Maybe that's why he didn't know he was on Earth. Yeah. 
<laughs> Wait, no, I hate him. Zombie Oja? Okay, alright. I was expecting that. Lock the word it's it's just it. fucking Genma's head. That's great. Same riff. Same the bug was Zombie Oja! Dangerous Draculis. It was a bash. It was a bad kit bash. Speaking of which. <laughs> oh no. You guys. I think you're taking off, Emily. Yeah, unfortunately so. But thank you very much for um for having me as 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 always. And as always. before I go, here's a bee I saw yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I also I also wanted to mention I finally got around this week to delivering you your share of uh, our ride candy yes, cards. Yes, I unboxed. was going to say thank you so so much for that. I love them. I wanted to do more in return than just give you some little bags of Doritos. We we made we made sure that you got the the holographic uh, Gotchard card. You didn't have to do that. No, you deserve it. You, you love Gotcha the most. Ignore the weird scooter in the back. Yeah, weird scooter. <laughs> okay, the weird scooter is actually a McDonald's toy, and I kind of love it. Oh, it's great. It's like this neon scooter, and they gave you stickers to decorate it. Hell yeah. But yeah, those are the car. There's also a um, pencil sharpener there. But those are the cards. They're amazing. I'm going to take a picture of uh, Hopper 2 with Hopper 1. Hell yeah. Thank you guys very much. And uh, take care and have a have a great, great rest of the rest of the weekend, guys. We will. Bye. Bye. H, I don't hear you if you're talking. Damn, Discord hates you today. There, oh, oh, yeah, you converted to the other mic again. Yeah, you have something. You have some, You have something connected that's like making your Discord go to that. That's thing. There we go. All right. The. Yep. I really don't know why my computer is fucking pissing me off today, but we're gonna keep going. There we go. Feature topic for this week, Lord Zed's Monster Heads. It's, it's a glorified Halloween-themed clip show. Oh, God! <laughs> this could be no, the spookiest okay. thing. I can only I can only sum this up to uh, to one thing, because, like, I, like, I'll admit, I watched this last night at, like, fucking midnight before I went to sleep. It was, like, the last thing I did before I went to sleep, so I was just, like, I was tired, and, like, yeah. I tried, I paid, I paid attention to the best of my ability. But, yeah. like, I summed this up as, hey, Remember all these like cool monsters that we used to fight the Power Rangers with, and then they turned out to all be shit. <laughs> that yeah. That... Also, I, also, he's fucking jerking off Serpentera to like no end. <laughs> Which that that <laughs> like, does go with shit. Zed though. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So like the the premise of this is actually kind of like hilarious in a way. Like Lord Zed's looking down on Earth, and it's Halloween, and Lord Zed gets into the spirit of it, and yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, there's no evil plan, there's no nothing. He's talking about it like it's an evil plan, like it's the best he evil plan he's ever come up with. He's like, I'm going to throw the best Halloween party in the galaxy! <laughs> and they're like, yeah, brilliant! <laughs> what? 
<laughs> hey, remember that monster we made? Well, actually, Rita made it, but remember this one. He sucks, but I invited him to the party. Roll the clip. Which that implies none of them died. Yeah. Like when you no, did... they just remade them. Oh, is that was that is that what they did? I mean, they remade them. They made them the first time. They could just remake them. Yeah, oh, they just made a clay. Finster's working overtime. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like that's... Finster, I ordered you to build me twenty guests for my party. Because like this, um, this was a, I believe, like one of those like VHS things you could just buy at the store. Yeah, pro- this like, this has the feel of a direct-to-video special. Oh, this yeah. is one hundred percent. And like I looked into it, and like it's all stock footage. It's like yeah. it's all stock footage yeah. basically. And you just have like you know. Lord Zed like talking over this and that's fun because you know Robert Axelrod man what, what a pro he was like, oh, yeah. he got a credit like he got a, he got a full front he did like, we got that we got it was also interesting to see in the credits because it set, it shows like old cast and the new cast yeah like all together in one thing which is kind of interesting I love that there was just one screen of the credits featuring the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> that's that's a which for... when you're thinking about a publication that is made by the villain side. Yeah, featuring the goody goods. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them. Featuring, By the way, featuring those fucking teens. Yeah. I will. I will say, like, I know it's just all like Jew Ranger footage, like except for like the stuff that you notice. It's like the American film stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, seeing like the original like footage of them fighting monsters, it was just like immediately nostalgic for me. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, oh my god, I'm like five, six years old again watching Mighty Morphin <laughs> Power Rangers. And I was like, oh my god, the suits look so good. And like the sounds, like the sounds when they fucking kick. Like, I love that sound. Oh yeah, that whipping. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I w- you know what I wish they'd included in this special? And oh. I think that this is a really underrated monster. Well, it's, it's technically a Zord, actually. Cyclopsis. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's um, Goldar's Zord. Yeah. yeah, I wish they'd have included that in this. I I would have liked some. Well, it's about monsters. No, I know that. Although they, they do have Serpentera. Serpentera. Right. They're both. I mean, I'd even argue Cyclopsis is a monster too. Yeah, to uh, an extent. But you know, they yeah, didn't. <laughs> semantics. Like it might have Honestly. honestly been. It might have honestly been based off which costumes could they get again. Mm. Because, Maybe because they. I'm assuming that scene at the end was the, the party footage. scene had to be original, right? So it's like, which monster suits can we easily access? Yeah, and then it was like, you know, oh yeah. You know, it's bullshit that they didn't show the Frankenstein's monster. From yeah, like that, other Halloween. Episodes. That's what I thought they were gonna do because it's a Halloween episode, so it's like we're gonna get the scary monsters. Yeah, and it's they start with that. You had like the pumpkin. Like, uh, yeah, the rapper. Oh, god, we got to see Nasty Knight, Eye Guy, Terror Toad, Silverhorn, and Serpentera. And like, Snizzard was in there. I'm like, hey, we just saw you in the Once and Always special, (laughs) Brian Cranston. What are you doing here? And then there was just one scene at the party out of nowhere. It was so nonchalant, but I'm like, is that Jafar's staff in the corner? (laughs) It was, it was just like right there, like. And we during the, the haunted house scenes that they were in, we were like debating whether is that Hillhurst? No, it wasn't. <laughs> was it? I know Hillhurst very well. That wasn't Hillhurst. I was gonna say though, it's like they like one of the stuntmen accidentally like crashed into the wall. It just all comes down and like on the other side. It's like it is it is Hillhurst, but from a, like the a, other half that they never filmed the in other works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just this. Halfway through the special, Lord Zed decides to shift gears and talk about the time they used two monsters. And then, before they've even cut to the clip show, they cut to Squat, I think his name was, which, whichever one he was. <laughs> Remember when you said more than one monster? Like I just fucking said? Literally, just like 
was like, did I have a stroke? Like, what, did, did I miss on something? Like, did we like have to include a line to show his face for the special? I, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't tell you, friend. You guys show off those suits. They were fun suits. That does tend to be the cadence of how uh, Squat talks. Like, you know, remember the thing with the fight the fight the Power Rangers? <laughs> that now, tends to be what dialogue he's for. Yeah. Now, now I know like a, a big trope in Power Rangers, especially Mighty Morphin, is that they like they flip a lot. But holy shit, was Kimberly going <laughs> so overboard with the fucking flipping? I'm like, holy shit, give it a rest, woman! <laughs> and she's like flipping backwards while moving forwards, and I'm like, young lady, in this house we obey the laws of thermodynamics. <laughs> is it any weirder than the Jetty Corkscrew Kick? No. At least that is explained <laughs> by like ninja magic. That's cool though. That's cool though. This was oh my. Pterodactyls can fly. As we all know, pterodactyls backflip. Yeah. Just the same way Spinosaurus well, uh, buried. She's, she's the gymnast. That's why. Like, she's the gymnast. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think my favorite part of the special is like not even the clip show shit, but when Zed starts actually starting the party. Yeah. He looks over at Snizzard, goes, I want some music now! Warps Snizzard out of the scene, warps an organ like <laughs> instrument in down into the scene, and then warps Snizzard back into the scene, sitting at the organ so he can play him some goddamn piano. I genuinely thought that he had turned Snizzard into a living That's what That's I thought. What <laughs> Yeah, and then later we actually see, like, the fucking snake on the organ. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I wonder if that was the original idea. Like, but it, but to be fair, that is so such a Lord Zed thing to do. Just to, like, I'm going to transport you five feet across the room. <laughs> that would have technically been murder. What a flex. Power <laughs> and then the other, my other favorite part of the party, once they actually start doing it, is so they set up this, like, spread of food for the monsters to eat, I guess. Mm -hmm. And there's this one plate that has, like, eyes in it and and i'm like wait they invited i guy yeah and they there was such a missed opportunity there i just wanted him to walk up and go hey what the fuck <laughs> like, i could like that could be a joke in this honestly like not that off not that but like him going up to <gasps> like wait a minute <laughs> i'd like to see a faked behind the scenes of this documentary <laughs> are real people and like they're filming this and they're like, they, we're, we were filming this for the special and we thought we'd play a trick on Eye Guy. We point eyes in one of the plates. And you just see Eye Guy sitting on like a chair like, I've, I've seen microaggressions like this from the Zed team quite a lot. <laughs> and he's like, he's talking very matter of fact that he's not doing his power. He's just, ah, power I've, I've like seen a lot of Honestly, shit. Honestly, this is an HR nightmare. <laughs> These guys are difficult to work with, but you know what? I'm this I'm close to suing. I'm this close. I've, I, I've been hmm. driven to the point so many times, but you know what? I have to think about my family. And I have to look ahead to the future. Like the Behind as well. Like, <laughs> and in every direction. There's a lot of pressure from the union to play ball and like... Yeah, like I, 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 I want to see that. I, I just really want Lord Zed and I to see eye to eye. Yeah. So, Sal, so, you were saying something actually earlier does that you're going to blow my mind with something. Uh, we're going to get to that in a minute, actually, because that's going to be at the very end okay. of this. But don't worry, I haven't uh, forgotten. The, uh, you know what's okay. something I appreciated about uh, the party, too, though? Mm -hmm. It was equal opportunity. The mooks were partying with the monsters, too. They were, Lord Zed really got into the spirit of Halloween. He straight up just started dancing with all his monsters and putties and shit. I love that. I, I like, and then his wife showed up, and she was like, it looked like they were having fun. And there was fireworks in space. On the moon. 
Yep. That might be a good moon. boss. <laughs> like Undercover that, boss. Yeah. Starring Lord Zed. Um, so, because when are we going to get a chance to talk about this ever again? Um, I, I just really, really want to give props to Robert Axelrod. Like, just, that guy just never like half-assed anything in his life oh yeah especially yeah. the lord zed voice like that is one of my favorite voices in, in fiction like a voice acted role yeah and like lord zed himself like one of my favorite designs ever like that is the most badass thing i've ever seen. like i always loved how his like staff was a snake like actually. Yeah. which also i'm guessing the people at power rangers had a snake guy or something because like there was a lot of snakes in this special yeah <laughs> There was the big one, there was the ones in the food, it was great. The one that turned into Zed's staff. Exactly. Uh, they probably had an in at the local pet shop. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, but, the, so, I, I I was very curious, like, who, who, like, we know the voice of, uh, of Lord Zed. I was like, who played him? And I looked the, him up. The suit actor. Yeah. I, I and I, it, you might have just seen me over there a few, a few minutes ago, like, do this, like, what the fuck? I blew my goddamn mind. Oh, yeah? The guy who played him, the, the suit, his name is uh, Edwin Neal. Edwin Neal was in the goddamn Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's <laughs> amazing. He was the hitchhiker. Ooh. Like, what? But that's the body of, of Lord Zed. Oh. Like, and wow. like, like this guy, this movie is one of my favorite horror movies ever. It's so great. And this guy is so nuts in this movie. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw is great. Yeah. And I, uh, like, I looked it up. Like, this guy's had a weirdly odd career. Like, he does voice acting as well. And I was thinking about the suit acting for Lord Zed in this, and I, you know... There's I, just shots of him, like, going over yeah, with like, his hands. Yeah, fingers and things. But, like, I... I Evil think, party. Yeah, but I think to myself, he's he's so good. Like, this is original suit acting. Like, Lord Zed is an original American character. So, like, he's got to actually act as though he's in Japanese stock footage. Yeah. Like, he, he's acting as though he's interacting with people in Japanese stock footage. So he's wiggling his fingers and he's being all, like, sort of thing. <laughs> the same way that Rita might be or something. It's a more contemporary. Yeah. Okay. 2012, but... Yeah. But I like that he's trying... Looks I a little closer to Robert Axelrod. It does. <laughs> I just like the fact that he's trying to fit in with the footage that they're shooting around. I yeah, love that. Yeah. Like, especially like, like when you cannot show your face as an actor, you, you've limited yourself immensely. So they have to be hand acted, well, which it works. It's less of a you've limited yourself and more oh, that's yeah, the role sorry, you're sorry. You are yeah. limited as an actor. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you got to go big. That's why the it's like that's why Power Ranger acting is a thing. Like obviously this is yeah. going to translate well on a podcast, but it's yeah. why when they stop, they do this. Like, yeah, no one does exaggerate that. their yeah. their physical movements and reactions. Uh, yeah, so everyone just starts dancing. There's fireworks. The putties are having a good time, and then the episode just fucking cuts off and ends in the middle of the party, and that's we, we, it. We got we got 22 minutes of tape. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so, that's but that's not where our conversation ends. Yeah, no. because in the in the credits, we were just like like it was just playing. We we're just letting it play through, and we noticed a very interesting credit. Yeah. Like, do you, do, what was it? Series based on Galaxy Rangers, Die Rangers, and... I, no, that was just those two. It was just those two, So, yeah. like, one was, like, obviously they were getting the footage from Die Rangers. It was funny because they spelt it wrong. They said it was... I think the idea was, and we'll get into this when we talk about what we're going to talk about, but, like, I think Die Rangers was probably their original pitch for what just became Season 2 of Mighty Morphin. Entirely possible. But then we looked into, um, what's Galaxy Ranger? Yeah, because, yeah. like, obviously this predates Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. Yeah, and Lane, so. this is what we're going to... This is where I'm going to blow your mind right now. 
So we we okay. looked, we did some sleuthing, mm-hmm. and, and a mm-hmm. lot of people may know of the pilot episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but well, this predates even that. What they may not know is the original pitch promo. So this wasn't like maybe they actually did film a full thing, but this was like this is the stuff that like companies give to like distribute distributors so like hey maybe you want to pick this up when they were like probably looking for financing or or, or any sort of backing so i feel like this would have been shown at, a, at, at like a, oh you know, my wait. fucking god who is that who is that <laughs> lane and i have been talking about this actor for like three days <laughs> That's Miguel A. Nunez Jr. He's in a bunch of horror stuff. He's in uh, Return of the Living if Dead. The, if you've ever, if you've ever seen the live-action Street Fighter movie, he was DJ. Oh, <laughs> he was so. the Voodoo Man in Scooby Doo. Have you ever? Yeah. Like when you were a kid, were you ever at the mall and you were brought in for like a test survey for like a TV show or like a new a comic book or something like that? I have been in a focus group before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I feel like this would be what would be in like the focus group where like they bring kids yeah. in to show them a pitch idea and to. to well, no, this is more like what they. This show is for the companies. This is like we want to make this show. Here's a trailer. Will you fund this? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. This was fa- this was a fascinating find though. But yeah, yes. yeah. Like so, I this mean, this is before even the pilot of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where they had the actress that Trini's actress replaced. This is a completely different cast. This is the the, the original concept idea that they started. Some of the character names are different too. And wow. Billy Cranston is an athletic with a heart of gold athletic or something like that. Like a, a lot of the characters are different too. I believe the exact words were an athletic heartthrob with a heart of steel. That's it. And like he he's just he's Zach. Yep. Like yeah. that's and he's a detective? Yeah. Yeah. He's a detective that doesn't play by the rules. Okay. Oh my goodness. In this in this trailer, he's interviewing someone we assume to be the prototype of Ernie. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like I I it, that like that's a, a spooky October miracle right there. Like holy crap! Wow. You learn something new every day. Yeah. But again, like, what are the fucking odds that like we're talking about this actor and then like something you would never expect to be connected? Like, <laughs> so yeah. you guys were just talking about this actor for unrelated reasons. In recent days. Recently, Red Letter Media put out yeah. a video about Friday the 13th. He was in the fifth one. <laughs> and he has a very yeah, that, memorable, famous you know, scene that Lane... He has, he has, he, yeah, he has like a famous line where it's the skiffest play where he's like, it's the damn enchiladas. And he has diarrhea. <laughs> he just goes, run oh, the, okay. Yeah, yeah. and he runs, he runs to the bathroom and then Jason kills him. Well, the no, bathroom. then his girlfriend starts singing to him and he starts singing back while he's having diarrhea. Then Jason kills them. It's amazing. Part yeah. five is weird. That's why he was in Power Rangers, yeah. because Jason. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I first saw him, I first saw him like I guess as DJ in Street Fighter, but yeah, when we watched the Return of the Living Dead, he was he was spider. in that. I was oh like, god, oh, that's what, I love that movie. It's spider. Yeah, oh, it was so fun. Oh well, yeah, so uh that was a thing that I didn't know existed, which led to a lot of information I didn't know existed. And, and isn't that weird too? Small like, world. How, how it like it ties around to some to some horror stuff. We got yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Miguel Nunes. Like, can you yep. imagine being in the Mandela amazing. universe where this is what Power Rangers, what Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was? Oh, oh my god! Damn, that would have been very different. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, because like the way they were talking about it and the way that they, I I was hearing it, like if I was to hear just the audio from this video, I'd assume it was from like an '80s cartoon. <laughs> Like, it sounds like an 80s cartoon. It sounds like it was written by the same people who did, it's like... It's got that vibe. 
Iro- yeah, like, it would have shown up on, like, a cartoon block or something like that. Like, I, I, there was an 80s cartoon called Galaxy Rangers. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, the show was called Galaxy Rangers. So anyone watching or listening, if you want to look this up on YouTube, look up from the YouTube channel Ma- Maverick. Oh, Maverick. For some oh. reason, it seems to only show up on mobile devices. It, it, it didn't come up super prominently in a YouTube desktop search. So you might have to do a bit of digging. But yeah, look up Galaxy Rangers MMPR pitch promo. Or just in the Discord here, use that link and just like... And yeah, if you're in the Discord, you can use the link. Yeah, yeah, For viewers at home. But yeah, yeah. there's a little bit of uh, Power Rangers history that probably not a lot of people are yeah. aware of. So like, isn't that weird too? Like, there's just this innocuous little Halloween special... And one credit made us go, hold on. And all this happened. Isn't that amazing when that happens? Oh, yeah. We went uh, down a goddamn rabbit hole oh, tonight. My what a time. All right. Well, that is Cast Ranger for this week. Quite a fun little episode, despite our many tech problems. Yeah, we did. Stupid Discord. Fuck you. I think it might be an issue with the power cord for my mic, honestly. I'm going to replace that. Yeah. Okay. Hot wire everything. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all, everyone, for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. As always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, Twitter, Discord server, merch store, Patreon, all of our cool shit. And, of course, Jikai Radio Sentai Castranger. Next week will be the start of Borgtober 3. And we will be talking about the first two episodes of Juko B Fighter, aka the Japanese source of Big Bad Beetleborgs. I've never seen a single episode. Me either, actually. You excited? I'm kind of excited. I don't want to hear it. We'll see where uh, King Ogers uh, ripped everything off from. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there'll still be three typical average kids who love to read their comic strips. Somehow oh, I doubt comics know. will be less involved. What you just said, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know what you meant. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you all once again, and we will see you next week. Hey, y'all. Bye. Happy spookies. <laughs>